Mario say hello because he's a video game character. Hello, hello, welcome. It's me, Elemental <laughs> Welcome to Elemental the podcast about the greatest show on television. Elementary. Drive to survive. Huh? Uh, drive to survive. Drive to survive. Is that a, yeah. a show about driving? Yeah, it's it's a documentary, like drama, soap opera about um, you know for, Formula One uh, drivers and and the team bosses. D- did I watch the wrong thing? Um, how much of it did you watch? Uh, all three seasons. Is that going to be a problem? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not the same thing as what I watched. Huh. Have you okay. well, have you have you seen Elementary? I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you seen season two, episode twenty two, painted black? That's one of them that I have seen. Yeah. Oh, phew. Because that's what we're actually talking about. Okay. Drive to Survive. Heck to that show. (laughs) Yeah. So wait, so is it scripted or is it like a reality show? So it's, yeah, it's it's a documentary that's like about and interviewing the drivers of the, you know, in in Formula One and kind of like amping up the drama like artificially, Uh which you you don't need to because there's like life-threatening crashes every single year. But, (laughs) you know, you know, it's it's down to this. It's, you know, every (laughs) single decision might be, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, That sort of thing, except, you know, based in actual, you know athletes doing doing something very difficult yeah that's interesting because yeah it's like it is high stakes because you could die every time Mm -hmm. but like you can't have every episode just be like this is here here we go are is somebody gonna lose control and die in this race because that's just the same yeah and and as a person who you know follows the sport you know during like during the actual seasons it's fun to like see how they kind of narrativize it after the fact like um Mm. the past uh, last or i guess uh, 2020 and 2019 were very kind of low drama as far as the like outcome of the the sport is concerned like there's one team that was Mm -hmm. far and away the best team and and had always you know throughout the season been Mm. far and away the best team so you know like they they won won the championship like five races before the end of the the season (laughs) because they had just so many more points than everyone else but the the show Mm -hmm. had to pretend that you know that there was still drama going on or or that the 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 um less good teams that they have the the access to interview are, are right. you know right right up there in the front with everyone else um, right so, you, you know, never like, know it's anyone's game it's it's anyone's game and they're you know talking to the people who are like minutes behind everyone else on the road <laughs> oh. yeah oh no did they I mean, have they, access they still, to the like number one team as they, well? they do but um you know the, the number one team the number one driver is kind of more um more likely to um to be able like to, to have the clout to say, no, I don't want to do this. Um, mm-hmm. Like in, in particularly um, the, the season before last um, was, was an interesting one um, because the, you know, the best driver in the world, uh, a guy named Lewis Hamilton um, mm-hmm. is, is a black guy and, and has, is, is, has basically been, been able to um, 
dominate the sport as as long as he has both because he's you know got good machinery under him but also because he's just so skilled it, it's the you know try you know twice as hard to get half as far thing but he's mm-hmm. just so dominant that you can't ignore him yeah um and and so they they did a real fun uh, clumsy tie-in with the George Floyd stuff in the last episode of the oh. yeah that was that um w- was not as graceful as it could have been I think yeah wow yeah it's really interesting the the Formula One like because I watch um Noel Miller on YouTube who's mm. like also super into racing mm-hmm. um you know like on a more amateur level but he's mm-hmm. like uh he was he's talk he was talking about. Um, one of his videos he was talking about a race that he did where and like talking about the training of it and everything because mm-hmm. it seems like racing it would be like you get in a, in a car, car and if yeah. the car is fast then you're good but it's like there's a lot of physicality to it and a oh, lot yeah. of like it physically demands a lot from your actual body it's is- it's very funny to like follow the the racers on instagram or, or like look through the the videos they post on instagram of themselves in training um mm-hmm. because a lot of it is uh since since it's a they're, they're going at like 200 miles an hour around a, a turn uh they mm-hmm. they're subject to like five or six g's of of <laughs> acceleration like sideways acceleration during those moments right, and so right. a lot of the training is just uh their trainer holding a strap that's tied around the the athlete's head and just pulling as hard as they can to strengthen their <laughs> like their neck muscles uh and like t- i've heard people talk about like oh you know when when i started in the the sport uh i i you know b- between then and now my uh neck size has grown like five inches in the right. you know, as a function of training right. i had to buy all new shirts yeah exactly just wear v-necks now but they uh-huh. look like regular t-shirts <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and they're they're just like the most you know they they post top you know shirtless pictures of themselves every now and then and they're just you know six pack abs not a shred of uh, fat on them just because uh-huh. it's a yeah and and you got no air conditioning in there so you're mm, going at like Jesus. you know 90 miles or you know uh, uh, 200 miles an hour on a 90 degree circuit and for uh an hour and a half with very little water like the, the, they talk about like losing five pounds of water weight over the course of the uh the race just from sweating oh it out god yeah oh my god they, they have like a what drinks, are they... they have a drinks tube in their their helmet but it's like a, a half gallon or something like just to kind of like moisten their right. mouths and then they like go like they get out of their car and all just drink an entire bottle of water while waiting for <laughs> the like podium and the, the the um the trophy ceremony and stuff like that <laughs> do they have to like i mean what is their suit like does it evaporate or are uh, they just they get out and they're just like soaked they're, they're yeah they, they get out and they're like it's it's actually kind of funny that, that you said that because the, there's a kind of um a conversation among the drivers of whether whether or not they pee in the car or whether because they're you know they're in one place for an hour and a half and you know you, you have to drink drink all this water in the lead up so that you have you know five pounds of water to lose um but mm. but really you know the, the the concern for their their suits is um safety uh and so like they've got mm. um like pulse uh and, and biometric uh sensors in their in their gloves to you know make sure mm-hmm. that you know immediately how how the driver's doing if there's a crash uh, and there's you know flame yeah. retardant layers and stuff like that and, and that's good because uh last last year there was a big old fiery crash that the um, driver managed to get out of despite his car uh getting stuck in a uh 
you know, crash barrier and him being, wow. you know, consumed with fire for about 10 seconds and, you know, some somehow wow. still, you know, walking away from it and, you know, going, he, he, he it was his last year in Formula One, but he's, you know, still racing <laughs> an IndyCar in America, you know, still, wow. you know, despite having, you know, lots of burn scars on his hands and, and stuff like that. It's, it's, wow. it's a, a mindset that I just have no, you know, ability to, to empathize with because I have no interest in doing any of that. <laughs> I bet that driver peed in his car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And evaporated immediately. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not very interesting, but... Yes. It's it's enough of the cars talk, because we're talking about elementary. We're talking about season two, episode 22, Paint It Black. I'm your host, Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. a stunted ficus. And I'm Joe, and I have 5,000 hours in RuneScape. (laughs) How many points do you have? Zero. Nice. Because all I'm doing is chatting with people. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, welcome to the show, Joe Bulldozer slash at the tallest Jew. Um, Frequent commenter and question asker, uh, Joe, who we could have done a local (laughs) recording, (laughs) um, but decided against it for so many reasons. You Um, know... (laughs) <laughs> it's easier to to manage the files. It's easier to mm-hmm. you know sit in at my desk with in view of both of my cats. It's you know yes. th- there's benefits yes. all around. Absolutely, absolutely. I was probably not gonna be able to put on socks and shoes and leave the house today. So that's you know that's that's un- enough to ask of you. You know, sit, sitting down it's at a, a computer. Lot. You know, I don't don't mm-hmm. need to have like get fully dressed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Um, Thank you. you this- First time, long time. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the episode? It was good. Yeah, it, it felt like I mean I I knew this signing up uh, for the episode mm-hmm. because of the way that you, that you do the, the sign up sheet, but the, I was uh-huh. coming in in the in the middle of a plot, uh, and it very much mm. felt like it was the middle of a plot, and like I, I was missing <laughs> missing some context, and uh, like the previously on you know did did a lot of work for me as well as the you know the uh, uh, summary on the on the wiki, um, but oh yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I watched about a season and a half and uh, of the show, um, you know, on on on, on my own time, um, uh, like when it when it was coming out, um, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think I dropped off probably because I have ADHD. I don't think there was any you know specific thing, specific episode <laughs> that was like especially bad, um, but right. but it was it was you know nice to kind of get back into the swing of that and like be reminded of of what I enjoyed about about the show. Yay. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I like this episode too. It is very heavy. Mm-hmm. I like, there were a few parts where I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. There's, there's, that. there's, there's a, yeah, a couple of, oh, oh, this is the character that, that you, that you are and that you're, you're painting oh. yourself as. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, we get into the, we start off the episode with a previously on that tells us about, you know, um, that uh, Mycroft is here and Joan has been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in the previously on that stuck out to you? I mean, I just had forgotten how uh, stringy um, Reese Evans looks. Uh, I, I imagined like that that he was, you know, more kind of handsome British guy with, you know, pa- paired against and, and uh, uh, playing against Johnny Lee Miller. And he's just kind of a, yeah. a thin, lanky, kind of oily looking guy. <laughs> Yeah, his hairstyle, 
I don't love. No, it's and, it's like he's trying to trying to do the comb over thing, except trying too hard, except not trying hard enough. It's yeah, it's like you can have thin hair as yeah, a man, yeah. like thin hair and fine hair. But Johnny Lee Miller has it. He's he's you know case in point. Johnny Lee Miller exactly, but he has this like the thin wispy bangs that are also perfectly straight. It, it's like and a like a fifty year old guy trying to do emo bangs. Um, also, he's <laughs> but he blonde. only has four hairs. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not uh, the best look. No, I feel like maybe in real life he has a little more, you know, mousse or texturizing something in there, but or cuts it in a way that is not like this. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> not the best, but anyway, best look, yeah. <laughs> Mycroft is here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the episode starts off. Mycroft is um, walking down the street. He's, you know, he's got something in his trunk, putting in his car, whatever. And he's he gets a call from from Joan's phone, mm-hmm. and he's like, he does the classic TV show thing of he picks up the phone and immediately starts talking and saying, you know, he's like, oh, sorry, I'm late. I found this great I was wine. The wine the w- yeah, exa- yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not not Im- immediately suspecting that anything's wrong. Yeah, and then the other person on the person on the other line says, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> "I am French. I am French, and I am not Joan." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he gets a, t- the guy. The guy is just like, "I, so, I, I can't remember exactly what he, what he says, but yeah. it's like I, I am being suspicious and malicious." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we we cut to the brownstone, mm-hmm. and uh, Sherlock is leaving a voicemail he's on so Joan's phone. Yeah, he's he's really he's kind of funny. I mean, he's very. He, he's like, this is my fifth fifth message in as many hours. Like, okay, like tell tell me you're codependent without telling me you're codependent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's he never got over the you know he used to have to check in with Joan at least every two hours, and right. now he's like. Um, why aren't you still doing that? Hey, pick up. <laughs> um, please, please. please. <laughs> so he leaves this message that's like, so either you're engaged in a marathon lovemaking session with my brother, or I was right, and you think he's lame too, and you're you're just too embarrassed to admit it. So I'm, I'm not, not looking for you... thanks, even though I deserve yeah. it. <laughs> that was, that even was good. I deserve it. <laughs> yes. Um, and he's like, you're welcome for saving your life. Um, and then he, he gets probably cut can't off because... like he probably can't. It's it's probably not that because he's getting so old and he's he's so bad at sucking now. <laughs> like just right. e- even even in this like worried uh, state, he takes the opportunity to to dish out insults to Minecraft. It's, it's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Um, and then he gets cut off by the message machine because it took him too long. You know, he's giving too long of a message, mm-hmm. and uh, he calls back, and he's just like. Just call me just, back. Uh, can you call me back yeah. if you're okay? Thanks. <laughs> and then, and then immediately after that, yeah, the, the doorbell rings and uh, opens the door. It's Mycroft who's like head down, eyes up, um, you mm-hmm. know, like looking looking completely normal and not at all um, worried or suspicious or like something's gone wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like yeah, sure. something's wrong. Okay, Sherlock, but like literally. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, that's that's how he greets his brother. Is he's just like something's wrong. Yeah, and Mycroft says, you know, we need to talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we get Is this the where the short intro happens? Yeah, that was short intro. Yeah. yeah. It's like I don't even want to call it a short intro because it's not even an intro. It's just the title card. It's just the splash screen, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh well. So it goes. I've, I like I said, I've, I watched a, a season in a bit, so I I got to see the the longer intro in in my life. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've got it before, even though I missed out on it this time. Yes, yes, you can just imagine it. Well, just yeah, it. yeah, I'm loving the game Mousetrap. <laughs> Thank you, Hasbro. Yes. So when we come back from the the title card, Joan is in mm-hmm. a, a mysterious warehouse type abandoned, you know, building something location. Darkly, and there's like badly lit. She's zip tied with her hands mm-hmm. behind her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's some, some French murmuring in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Marchef, mm-hmm. the, uh, the guy from Milieu is there. And he basically says the, uh, the worst version of my friend pointed me out to you from across the restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. of all time yeah. he's like you know my my friend saw you looking at us so he decided <laughs> to, to uh, chloroform you <laughs> chloroform you which kidnap you. like i i i think i've mentioned in the, the discord like that that i have just the most irritating form of um knowing a lot about things and and this was mm-hmm. the, the first of them uh is mm-hmm. is the way that that detective shows and stuff like treat chloroform um that's yes because it's like genuinely very dangerous um like they're i i I, uh looked up the the wikipedia page because so i uh read the this book um uh artemis uh by andy weir um who's the the same guy who who wrote the martian um okay um and there's there's a so the science is accurate exactly yeah so hard hard Uh sci-fi um where you know that it it matters how many you know liters of water you're using and what the stoichiometry (laughs) of whatever whatever um and yeah so uh in in this one there's a there's a subplot about chloroform and like oh it's so so it's Mm -hmm. normal and the other character goes no it's super deadly and yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's very funny reading through the wikipedia page because it has quotes like uh on the 4th of november 1847 and Simpson first discovered the anesthetic qualities of chloroform on humans. He and two colleagues were entertaining themselves by trying out the effects of various substances. Because that's what science was in the 1840s. <laughs> you just, like, tried stuff out on yourself to just see what happens. Um, just me and some bros fucking around with some liquid. Yeah, yeah, just just sniffing some uh, volatile substances. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> But yeah, like like the the if you if you know of or if you've read the the book uh, Devil in the White City um, about the um, Chicago uh, World Fair, it's it's about so it's about the Chicago World's Fair um, and also uh, the a, a serial killer who was operating at the same uh, mm. time in the same place. Uh, he he had this like. Uh, uh, I think they called it like a murder castle um, where he would, yeah, he, he, he would like lure people to and like had false walls and far, false floors. And he would, you know, and one of the ways that he would um, he would do do his dirty work is is using chloroform to just uh, anesthetize people. But but also that like the thing about it is that it um, it takes at least five minutes of inhaling an item soaked in chloroform to render a person unc- like it's not it doesn't work yes. the way that it works in, in yes. media. We, so this happens right at the very end of the previous episode. Okay, yeah. and, uh, so when I recorded with Argyle, I was like, like you know, a couple couple of days ago mm-hmm. for this episode, I was like, also this isn't how it works. It's, yeah, and and yeah, and, and like if if you pass out due to a substance like that, like you need an anesthetist on hand to prevent them from like 
swallowing their own tongue and like oh, continuously yeah. administering the correct amount to keep them unconscious and all the rest of that. Yeah. Like if it was ether, like ether, I think works more like the way that we think chloroform does, but uh, it's, it's just that chloroform got the like cultural connotation, I guess, which I, I think might be due to like geography because huh? again, in the Wikipedia page, um, the kind of popularity of chloroform was much stronger in the UK versus uh, like it didn't particularly catch on in in the United States and, you know, like <laughs> early detective novels, I guess, you know, written in the time okay. where everyone was, uh, you know, having surgery performed on them with chloroform, I guess, mm. like laid the groundwork for this this trope that still persists, I guess. Huh. So was ether like more popular in America or was it? I think not? It, I think it was uh, yeah ether or or other um, anesthetizing agents that that weren't uh, chloroform mm -hmm. because even you know when they first discovered it they were like uh, yeah this kills rabbits pretty regularly when we use it to, to <laughs> anesthetize them like we shouldn't right. exactly use this on humans but then uh, things were just right. kind of nutty in the UK. <laughs> Just, just. They were like, but what if we did? Yeah, no holds barred. Just, just like, it's easy for me as a surgeon. So it doesn't matter if it kills uh, about <laughs> one in every 5,000 people that we use it for. Such a small fraction. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We got That's like, that many people like dying. Like 4,999 people that do survive yeah. and then die of, uh, you know, infection that happens because we're not washing <laughs> our hands. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> So many other people, so many people in that 5,000 are going to die from something yeah, else. Yeah, so yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, so so he said chloroform, but he means ether yeah. is what he actually was using on her. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he just explains, you know, we kidnapped you, and Monsieur de Soto, Guillaume de Soto, has contacted the Holmes bros. And mm -hmm. if my friend gets the help from your friend that he wants, then you will continue to be alive. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, right. it, since I didn't have the context of the previous episode, it took me a, a second to like place his, his accent. Um, but when he said <laughs> a line like, a deal has been made, like the, 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 <laughs> the making made into a two-syllable word is, was a very French. Yeah, okay, that, that's French to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a very thick accent yeah, yeah. that I adds a, a little flair to a lot of his more sinister lines yeah, that I do it, enjoy. It's, it's hard to take him entirely seriously because he just, he sounds like he's going to say ha 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 every other sentence. He does. Yeah. He really does. Yes. Add some levity to the kind of horrible shit that he's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He doesn't do anything even sort of nice or even neutral no, in the whole, no. the whole episode, but he does say things like, a deal has been made. Yeah. Um, so we go we go back to the brownstone mm -hmm. and Sherlock is fucking throwing living. chairs. Yeah. He literally yeah, he literally knocks over the table and chair in the in the room that they're in and mm -hmm. he's so mad at, at Mycroft. I mean this is I think this is I enjoyed this scene mm -hmm. because it really shows how much yeah, how much Sherlock he cares, cares yeah. about Joan. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, like, and he's like like grabs Mycroft by the lapels of his shirt and pushes him up against mm -hmm. the wall and yells at him and stuff like that and and yeah. it, he cares it, this it, and and yeah. he does like the the barely withheld rage really well mm -hmm. like even even when he's not doing that like the the way that he like tightens his jaw and the and turns the corner mm -hmm. of his mouth and like his hard breathing it's it's like very well well portrayed like genu yeah. genuine anger yeah yeah 
It's very, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, he's uh, yelling at Mycroft because Mycroft has like struck this deal or whatever mm-hmm. with these criminals. Like let these criminals be in his restaurant because he's like, oh, just because you needed money for your employees. Mm-hmm. And like Mycroft is like, yeah, my employees are like more than just employees to me. Spoken like a true boss. Like we're, we're not, <laughs> we're not just a company. We're family. They're counting on me. We're like a family. Yeah. Like I don't pay them for overtime. No. Yeah. <laughs> in, in New York, you think they could get another job if this place shut down? In New York City of all places? In New York City? You think they'd get a job in a restaurant? You think that there's, you know, any any place for a cook to get their living in here? (laughs) Yeah. And then Sherlock says very angrily, he's like, you could have asked our father for the money. Mm -hmm. The first of many references to their rich daddy in this episode. Yeah. And Mycroft is like, oh, yeah, would you have gone to our father if you had a problem? Yeah. And that kind of like shuts Sherlock up. But like... Also, they're in his house. Also, they're in his house, and Sherlock has done that exact thing in a previous episode. Yeah, like, how, how like, well do you know uh, Sherlock, Mycroft? <laughs> like, it, it's like, kind of the thing. Yes, the, I would. Yeah, yeah. If I needed to yeah. avoid getting into organized crime, yeah. I, like. <laughs> right. Like, like Sherlock is going to be like, well, if it's to not talk to dad, you got a good point. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Like most of this, this like the premise of this show has been on on the basis of of their dad's money and and him kind of expropriating it to people who could use it more, <laughs> yeah, and for yeah. less evil purposes. Yeah, and the I mean the premise of the show, the show the way it is would not exist without him accepting mm-hmm. their dad's help exactly. of yeah. getting him into the nice rehab, mm-hmm. hiring Joan, and giving him this apartment. Like, right? Yes, Mycroft, I would have. Yeah. yeah. So then we get an absolutely brutal exchange mm-hmm. between Sherlock and, and Mycroft. Sherlock is like, I wish that your leukemia had killed you. And then, yeah, Mycroft is like, yeah, me too sometimes. Me too. Like, it, it's, Woof. yeah. And, and, and also, like, impresses upon us how, how much Joan means to both of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if in, in this situation where, you know, if it's me or her, I would pick her in a, in a heartbeat. And, and the fact that both of them yeah. kind of express that is, is interesting. And I mean, same about Lucy Lee, but like, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So Sherlock is like, what, you know, what do they want from us or what's the, what's, they're, basically they're talking about like the hostage mm-hmm. exchange demands. What, what, is, what is, yeah. What is, is Joan being held hostage about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go to the computer and Mycroft is saying there's this guy named Pierce Norman who worked for the Swedish bank, Swiss bank. of, I mean, Swiss bank of um, Credit Versoix, mm-hmm. Versoix, if you're yeah. American. If you're looking it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He went into their database and took a big list of names of clients of the bank right which is super legal according to swiss law apparently mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah i could imagine that being you know breach of privacy in, in american law too so you know f- fair yeah <laughs> it's interesting because it's like you pr- you wouldn't be able to tell someone if somebody was like you wouldn't be able to tell somebody like how much money someone had in their account mm-hmm. but i wonder if you went to a bank and you were like hi does so-and-so person have an account here Right. Would they be like, like the, the fact we can't that they tell have you that. An, a, an account there, like, does that itself imply that they have a ton of money? Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about the way that the, you know, the Trump family uh, and, and their, you know, connections with that shady bank and just the fact that they have an account with this bank. It's like, da, 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 da. Mm. I'm, I'm, that's the parallel that I'm thinking of. But I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. I am not a <laughs> financial crimes uh, analyst, so I have, have no idea. <laughs> 
yeah, next episode, I need to get a forensic accountant mm-hmm, in here mm-hmm. for to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But so, so this definitely, list, yeah. you know, like definitely against Swiss. Yeah, sure. And, and they, they say like, oh, oh yeah, this this list could be you know worth billions, and uh, if uh, mm-hmm. a government had its hands on on it to you know pursue uh, the back taxes and uh, mm-hmm. and, and so, yeah, like yeah, since governments care about white collar crime, definitely, yeah. like that's yes. that's the thing that they care about. <laughs> they care about it a lot. Yeah, and they are always they're always prosecuting it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, yeah. So because it's so this is like not just something that like criminals could mm-hmm. uh, blackmail people for, mm-hmm. but just the the government could you know do do government technically mm-hmm. with if they ever felt like doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sherlock is like, well, so why did they come to us? I mean, like they don't they know you, but they don't know me, which I thought was a, a weird kind of assumption from him because he is always talking about how he's like the best in the world, the best in the world. Like, yeah, maybe he's not like. Hercule Poirot where he's not like um everyone has heard of me mm-hmm. I'm very famous and very good at my job mm-hmm. but it does prompt Mycroft to be like well uh, yeah. they know about you because of me and I kind of spilled the beans I told them yeah yeah just yeah. not the 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 worst guy on earth has a brother who's even worse <laughs> <laughs> tragic yeah, tragic <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Sherlock is just like, God damn it. So they have, uh, what, they have 48 hours yeah. to get the list? Yeah. or yeah. And then if they don't get it by then, uh, then they'll kill yeah. Joan. I don't think that's ever stated, but it's like, like of course, that's that's what's happening, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it's true. They, It's just always like, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, like like the, they say it to Joan, but... Uh, but not mm-hmm. ever to, like, uh, the Holmeses. Mm-hmm. Sherlock just kind of, like, stomps away. Mm-hmm. And Mycroft is like, oh, you're upset. And Sherlock is like, wow, you're a detective, too. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, like, and, and back, yeah, it is very well portrayed, like, barely withheld rage. But, you know, he's, like, yeah. got the quavery breathing and, like, his eyes are tearing up. And, like, he's, he's, doing, yeah. he's, he's doing that, like... That emotion real, real well. Good, good job, Johnny. Yeah, good job, Johnny. Yeah, I do really like that. It is because some people do like are only act only act in their face mm-hmm. and kind of forget about the rest of it. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, like yeah, posture stuff is is really well well done. Yeah, and uh, and Mycroft is like, you're not just mad because you know Joan is in danger. You're mad because you're worried you can't do it without her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're worried that she's the reason that you know you can be a good detective mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and Sherlock's like, you think she's just a counterbalance to me? Yeah, I love that. Like, he's like, no, I don't just like yeah. use her as a like a, a plushie that I carry around right. to soothe me or something. Season like, two, and he's already like has a very deep and personal, you know, relationship with her as who she is and for you yeah. know, you know what the, the skill she has, and and yeah. she's not just the sober companion anymore. She's her own person, and uh, Sherlock values, values yeah. her a lot for that. Yeah, and they even last episode, Mycroft, because uh, Mycroft and Sh- Sherlock is annoyed because Mycroft wants to date Joan, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You can't. That's my friend." And Mycroft says to him, "Like, oh, you just care about her as far as like how sh- how helpful she can be in your detecting." And like, and later that episode, Sherlock is like, "Joan, I I value you as a person." Mm-hmm. Also, this is why I'm trying to get you, you to are. not have terrible sex with my terrible brother. <laughs> 
This is for your sake that I'm doing this. I know that you will come to dislike him as much as I do. So, yeah, <laughs> for your sake. I know he's not good at it, Joan. I'm sorry. It, that, it, just... That's just incidental to the reasons that I'm trying to get you to not sleep with him. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so Sherlock says, like, you know, you, you think it's just because she's a counterbalance or whatever. Mycroft says, no, I, I think she's the person you love most in the mm-hmm. world. And I was just like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like me too. As, as much as you know, Mycroft is has been away from Sherlock and, and doesn't know him very well. Did you know? Didn't know him very well as as kids, but doesn't uh, especially now doesn't know him. Like he he knows him mm-hmm. well enough to know that you know to be able to intuit that. Yeah, it probably also like even you know I think Mycroft understands it on a on a deeper level, but mm-hmm. like just the fact that Sherlock Holmes who doesn't get along with anyone has found someone who doesn't need to be in his life mm-hmm. but he has chosen to accept into his life mm-hmm. in a like not just living with him but also working with him like yeah and, and especially this like must be the, somebody you care about and and especially under the like the context in which the relationship started where it was like very adversarial mm-hmm. and like he he didn't want this every companion you know situation in the first place and yeah. you know it, all the more so that that you know he uh, he has a, a very special place in his life and uh, for for her. Yeah. 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 Mycroft offers to kind of like be his sidekick. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I don't know you as Joan, well. Can, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I can keep you on track. And mm-hmm. um, Sherlock's like, okay, you can help me with this. And once I have succeeded, you're never going to interact with me or Joan ever again. Yeah. And Mycroft is like, oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mycroft kind of being shitty, but also, you know, in this moment. Yeah. Doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he, you know, clicks into his, his role immediately and starts suggesting the, the next steps. Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, I think Sherlock says his house is probably no good and has been picked over by uh, any number of, um, you know, spies and mm-hmm. an alphabet soup of uh, government agencies. Yes. Yes. And so so where do we go then? And Mycroft then suggests uh, to go to Credit Vesoir. Uh-huh. Because their their security is, is very good. and It's impossible <laughs> for any of those groups to get in. Right, right. Sherlock's like, oh, great. Because we can just turn into mist. Yeah, yeah. It just gets snippy when he's mad. It's great. <laughs> and so then my, Mycroft comes back with, no, we don't need to do that. We need to only be our father's sons. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I love love the, like, weaponized uh, privilege. Yeah, yeah. This is such a... I, I really like the way that... I mean, I like the way that Sherlock kind of reacts to being a really rich guy in that he, you know, he's always mm-hmm. giving out his money and, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing as much as he can to to redistribute that wealth. But it is kind of annoying to me. It, it's almost like a deus ex, like, kind of level of, mm-hmm. of just, like, anytime they can't solve a problem with, like, Sherlock's brain is so Detectiving. big. Detectiving, yeah, right, yeah. It's just like, well, also we have unlimited money. Could we solve it with that? Yeah, <laughs> like, and and a yeah. and a, a, a ticket in uh, to wherever we need to go with with that money, mm-hmm. um, right? Yeah, right. it's it's yeah, very MacGuffin-y. Yeah, in that in that sense, but it does still create some funny moments like this one where they go to this bank. Yeah, because they you know they've lied to Credit Versailles and said like, oh, we we want to deposit a whole bunch of our daddy's money, and so the bank is like salivating at having these brothers in the building they put a fucking banquet on a (laughs) whole table like he's like oh yeah that's not wishful at all he goes please like please have as much of this as you want this spread is only for this meeting and it's like 
a cheese, like several cheese boards and fruit and like yeah. chocolate covered strawberries and a basket of bread and like all like vegetable like appetizer. Th- it's just like any like what? quarter of that would be an incredible like brunch spread. Yeah, yeah, exactly for like multiple people. Oh yeah, yeah for a party. Yeah, and there yeah Sherlock's like <laughs> yeah great. It's not disgusting at all. Hope you're donating that somewhere when you're done with it. <laughs> right. I hope you lied about it not being for any other meetings. Yeah. Or, or I hope the next guy gets gets that lie <laughs> and, and right. gets gets served this untouched food. Right. This is so like I this is one of the reasons that I think I couldn't be I couldn't be a consulting detective because even in a serious situation like this where I where they're going to be like Hey, we're here to offer our de- my detective services because mm-hmm. a guy that works at your bank like stole stole this information and is like missing. Right. I think even if I was in that situation, I would be like saying these things through a mouthful of strawberry, like chocolate covered strawberries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and even even despite myself. like Agent Forty Seven being right there in the background, like, yeah, Mister Mister Hitman himself, like. <laughs> They're they're in a non-speaking you know role like right yeah. next to right next to everyone. Yeah. Um, Do you mind if I just? I'll just uh, take these for the road. Just stuffing <laughs> stuffing breadsticks. Yeah. Pulling a Tupperware out of my purse like my mom taught yeah. me to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go, go, going into Credit for Swab with like a, a box of gallon baggies that I then just fill up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Hey, if if, if this isn't going to go for for uh, for anyone, I, I got some some friends at a, um, who work at a homeless shelter. Can they come by and, and pick that up? Right. They, they, you said it's only for this meeting, so if yeah. I don't, okay. So I'll, I'll, I, I got a got, got a van. I'll, I'll do, there'll, there'll be a van pulling up in just just a couple of minutes. Where's your loading dock? Is it around? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So. Um, so yeah, so they don't touch any of the food, I guess, because nope. they ate a big breakfast or something. Yeah. And yeah. Sherlock is, says, like, we are here to offer my services as a consulting detective because we know that Pierce Norman is missing. He, blah, blah, he blah. stole a list of your clients, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and is missing, and and we can find him and mm-hmm. this uh, this purloined list, which. Struck my ear. I was like, "Wait, is that a Sherlock Holmes story?" And it's not. But the purloined letter is a Poe story. Um, oh, okay. It's, it's you know similarly about you know information that can be used to you know, blackmail people. In this case, it's a kind of a romantic letter from the Queen's lover. But um, but but yeah. It's a but similar he just idea talks like, like an old timey guy for no reason. Yeah, he ju- just just talks like uh, like he was in you know fr- from from the era that that Sherlock Holmes actually was because he's British. <laughs> but it's just because he's British, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then Sherlock says, "You're gonna hire us, or you're gonna help let us help you because if you don't, I'll make your condition known to your employees." He says in front of this this guy's employees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I assume that that if they're they're there for you know taking this business deal, they're they're in confidence. But yeah, like yeah, I, I will I will divulge your secrets to everyone. Well, three of his co you know two of his coworkers are standing right there in front of him. Yeah, um, yeah. So Sherlock does some deducing um, based mm-hmm. on the guy's like finger size and his his breath smells like an anti diarrheal and a something yeah. something. And he's and like, I, I mean, maybe I'm telling on myself, but I don't know what an anti-diarrheal smells like. 
Like, how, I mean, <laughs> how do you know what that's? <laughs> that's a good point. But Sherlock also knows what baby laxative tastes like. So fair. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. he does yeah. some science of his own. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Tasting and smelling things to know what they taste yeah. and smell like. Just, just like an absolute infant, just putting everything that he encounters into his mouth in uh-huh. case it's useful later. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I love the idea that you're like. I might be telling on myself that I don't know what an antidiarrheal is. <laughs> You're like embarrassed. Like, I hope nobody knows that I don't get diarrhea all the time. I hope I hope it's okay that I don't shit my pants that often. <laughs> or maybe it means that you're pro-diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just... <laughs> Every time you, you get yeah, diarrhea, you're yeah. like, yeah, this is fine. I don't need to prevent this. I drink coffee because I like it, that uh, side effect of it. It's, that's that's not a, a negative for me. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sherlock loves to lick and sniff stuff. Mm-hmm. The thing that Sherlock has picked up is that the guy is on XYZ medications, which he's like, you probably wouldn't have gotten to your position with schizophrenia, but you probably have rap- rapid cycling uh, manic depression. Yeah, which, which uh, like, I don't, I don't, I mean, A, why don't you think that he could get to that position with schizophrenia? There are good medications that can control right. uh, the symptoms. If he's demonstrably also, on yeah. medication. Right, right. Yeah. Like, but like weaponizing the mental illness stuff just mm-hmm. at all is like, oh, like, yeah. no, like you're, you're, you're an addict, man. Like you should know that yeah. that's not a, a good thing to be like. To you know, a mental illness is not something that you should disclose or should threaten to disclose in that in that. Manner. Yeah, it's very weird. It's it's a really out mm-hmm. of character moment because I feel like there are other times where he's like, you know, listen, I don't care that you have blah blah blah, but I feel like the other executives at your you know your place of work will do X Y Z, you know, like will weaponize mm-hmm. this against mm-hmm. you or will you know use this information for blah blah. blah. He kind of just says mm-hmm. like, I will tell your terrible secret that you have a a terrible brain, yeah. a mental health problem that you have been managing, yeah, like yeah, that, well that enough that have... nobody knows about it yet. So yeah, like how it's how I, and, I mean, be? if anything, I guess that speaks to how you know how important this is to him and how. Uh, you know how how important of a case that he's willing to cross that line um, in the most I guess in the most generous reading of that yeah that but but it's still still yeah. yucky still weird that's fair though and then um, Mycroft just Mycroft steps in and is just like see now you know how good of a detective my brother is so why don't you let us help you mm? and he's like okay and, and <laughs> Sherlock just with this great shit eating grin. <laughs> So then they go they go to the guy's um, office with the head mm-hmm. of security whose name is Kurt Yoder. Yeah. Um, and because his name is only spoken by British people, I <laughs> I had him as Kurt Yoda the whole time. Yep. Yep. They call him Kurt Yoda. Um, yeah. They they call people la- by last name a lot, so they just call mm-hmm. him Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. and he has none of the Frank Oz, but I guess I mean Frank Oz is like six three, so I guess he's he's got some of the height stuff on it. Who's Frank Oz? Uh, voice of of Grover and Yoda and etc. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, he's the same guy who who does does Grover voice and a bunch of other various uh, Sesame Street you know, Muppets uh, also mm. does. And and as a result, my mom cannot take Yoda seriously because it just, you know <laughs> he sounds like Grover. I am a you know blue blue monster that comes to that comes at the end of this book or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have you met him in your um very tall people meetings? I haven't. Yeah, he doesn't even qualify. Six three. That's, that's nothing. <laughs> Oh, he's in the tall guy meetings. Yeah, yeah, not the very tall guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's Yao Ming doing, by the way? Yeah, he's he's good. He's you know retired and and just you know reaching down dolphin throats to get dislodged plastic every now and then. <laughs> Is that a real story or? Yeah, just... the, the the tallest tallest man in the world. I think 2010 ish. Uh, like th- there was a dolphin in a aquarium who was eating the like lining on the side of the tank and like got stuck in its stomach and uh-huh. I guess made the, made it depressed because that's how it works for dolphins, I guess. Um, oh. and, and they didn't want to like risk scraping the, the dolphins uh, insides with, with a metal tool. Or, so, so they just got the tallest guy in the world to reach his arm down the dolphin's <sighs> esophagus and wow. grab the pieces of plastic in it. And it worked great. Wow. Yeah. And the dolphins were, you know, back to normal. And I guess they had to just oh my God. Re- fix the, the tank to not have that problem anymore. Or else they have to have, have, to have this uh, yeah. Chinese uh, shepherd on, on retainer. <laughs> so he was not even remotely around. No, like, I mean, he, they he, just, was, he was, they were like, he's, hmm. you know, a Guinness World Record tall guy. So he, I, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, went, had, did, did the press tour about that. But like, he's a, a guy from the middle of nowhere who you know they they, i guess just brought in for this you know for one last job (laughs) (laughs) wow how many like what hour of brainstorming do you think that was that they came across that i mean that idea you know yeah like like they're like we could use a plastic grabber you you know those those things where you you pull the trigger and it it closes the arm for like getting stuff behind the couch like you could you could use one of the one of those that's kind of sharp uh, I, I could I, bend in the middle. I could grab it if my arm was long enough, but wait a minute. <laughs> also, the idea that like I eat some plastic and I get depressed about it like is, is very funny to me. Like like it's just kind of like like low low energy swimming at the bottom of his tank. I guess my tummy hurts. Yeah, yeah. I guess I yeah. Get some plastic in there. If you've got suffering from tummy, then I guess that would make you. <laughs> Make you a bit depressed? I mean, I read something about serotonin. A lot of serotonin is produced in the gut. That is true. It's like 90% of your serotonin producing neurons are, are in your gut. Yeah, so the, the thing they tell you when you get on SSRIs is you may have gastrointestinal symptoms as, as you get used to this. Yeah. Mm. Because I think it's like 3% of your serotogenic uh, neurons are, are in your actually, like, in your brain. So... So like you you might have some some tummy as a result of this this SSRI. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. As... Or maybe it was like lap band surgery for dolphins, mm, but mm-hmm. he didn't know, you know. Like the the dolphin like just... self-administered this surgery. <laughs> I, I just want to lose some blubber. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like <laughs> Not that the dolphin did it in secret, but that he <laughs> That once the dolphin ate the plastic, it took up space in his in oh, stomach. Oh, okay, okay. Be so that had to be ma- had yeah. to be fed more regularly, and uh, was was not not eating enough, losing weight. I, I get you, I get you there. Losing energy, uh-huh, becoming uh-huh. 
sad from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you never know. You you, you know, you might be feeding a dolphin and it, it's eating, you know, a dead fish. And it's just like, this is going to go straight to my dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have way too much blubber as it is. I'm smooth enough <laughs> now. <laughs> I should hope dolphins don't want to be thin. <laughs> it, uh. It'd make you cold. I can say that from my personal yep. experience. I can say that as well. Yeah. Yes. I don't have any blubber on me. Nope. No. I have the I have the human version, but not enough. It's the, the the who is the source, who is the sink of the relationship. I am I am definitely the the source. I radi- radiate all of my body heat. <laughs> yes. Oh man. One thing that I also noticed about this this scene is uh, Sherlock's outfit, um, where he was. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was wearing a polo buttoned all the way up underneath a sport coat. Which, he would do that, yeah. Yeah, the, I, he he would, and that's a bold fashion decision. <laughs> it just <laughs> it just looks very silly. Yes, yes, yes. Sherlock has the thing that I had when I was a kid, which was where if a shirt has buttons, it mm-hmm. means you're supposed to button them. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't so, can't follow the logic there. You know, it's like why would you put buttons on a polo if you're not supposed to button them all the way up? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's <laughs> the the. Irritating thing about like cuffs because I want to roll them up, but I want to button them, and also there's extra <laughs> buttons that I can't do anything with. Yes, yes, it's very, con- it's all very confusing. Yeah, why is fashion? <laughs> uh, actually, I think that the reason that those the cuff buttons are is to prevent people from wiping their nose on their cuffs. Because if you do that, <laughs> then you like ow buttons on my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's actually true. That's what my my mom has always said about. The, the reason that there's like four extra buttons there. Extra buttons in your cup. Uh, maybe it's a way to store, store them for yeah, when they fall yeah. off your... Another, what? yeah, that that also is possible. I'm, I, I am no not, idea. would have to ask, ask uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex? For for f- what her what she knows about fashion. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Because she's a model? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and yes, you yes, know yes, about yes. fashion when you're a model. Easy yes, that. it's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So then they're they're looking around the office and trying to find. They're talking yeah, to yeah, yogurt. Trying to find clues. Kurt, Kurt Yoder just makes me think of yogurt. It doesn't make me think of yodel, which is no. what Sherlock thinks of. Yeah, it's like, like oh, it must be hard being Swiss and your name sounds like yodel. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like yeah, that's. It, I mean, I I can empathize with him for that one. Um, like <laughs> the okay, yeah, you've you've said your one joke about this <laughs> this identifying feature like everyone uh, you know oh do you play basketball like that's that's of course the classic yeah. uh so yeah so i can empathize with him for being tired of that one <laughs> <laughs> or the even more like the even more tired thing of oh i bet people are always saying to you this thing, they that say the, the thing yeah like oh oh cool like, that's a that's a real clever way to shield yourself from the responsibility like you have also, of, yeah right yeah you're also doing it you're yeah. just separating yourself from it yeah. yeah like i'm self-aware about how i'm annoying you right now <laughs> but do you play basketball i'm terrible at basketball <laughs> can't shoot for my life hey me too i just don't have to tell people that all the time because yeah. i don't have a interesting height yeah but i'm i'm told that uh height is also good for volleyball so i'm surprised that i'm not asked about that one more often i guess yeah because you can't get over the net right i guess you can't get a multi-million dollar volleyball contract as easily as basketball Mm -hmm. you don't get to be in space jam if you're a volleyball player true but you can be in IQ. so yeah i I heard i heard a a stat that if you're seven feet or taller you have an 11 percent chance of being in the nba if you're american 
because, <laughs> just just because it's that much of an advantage. Wow. Just all else, all other things being equal. Yeah. 11% yeah. of seven feet. Or taller Like people. taller than seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess. If you yeah, can just like, drop it in, it's, it is a hell of an advantage. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I can't jump for shit. And on a good day of like being able to jump a foot, I can, I can dunk a basketball, but like all the more so if you were actually, you know, athletic. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin is seven, three. He played collegiate basketball. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I think after that he played for like some professional team in Germany or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's up to now. I'll Google it and I'll put it in the episode later or yeah. I'll cut this part if he's, you know, an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we're proud of him either way. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's currently playing in the G League, the minor league of the NBA. Go cousin. His brother also plays basketball, but he's like, you know, like six, nine or something. Not like that. Short, he's like nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just a little shrimpy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother's uh, 6'3", and he had, you know, it was in, in, until college that he realized, oh, actually, that's pretty tall because, <laughs> like, his sense of scale had been totally broken by me. Right. Are your parents tall as well? My dad was 6'10". Uh, my mom's 5'6", but, uh, you know, the, the oh. genetic situation that I got from my dad uh, is, wow. is, you know, responsible for that. That's some dominant genes right there. Hell yeah, it is. Marfan syndrome. Oh, it's an autosomal dominant. Yeah, yeah, it's a connective tissue disorder, et cetera, et cetera. It's a huh? Connective tissue disorder and autosomal dominant. Uh, it's, you know, ah. if you think of a Punnett square, it's, it's the big A. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, I didn't know that word. Yeah, fifty percent chance of being being passed on, like basically, like simple, simple dominant. Gotcha. Um, okay. Like nothing, nothing more complicated. Like so, like you could have another. You like if you if you had another sibling, mm-hmm. it's a 50, 50 chance that they would be like regular height. My brother doesn't have it. He's he's just six three, just because he's like nor- normal tall from you know my mom's side of the family. Um, oh, gotcha. But, oh, okay. Yes, but, yes, yes. But he doesn't right. actually have the thing that that. Make, makes me makes and, and extra. Make, make my dad tall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I think I have a skewed vi- vision of it because mm-hmm. of like how height gets passed on because yeah. my dad is 6'2 and my mom is 5'2 and I'm 5'7. Okay. Like yeah. Perfect average. An inch away from being exactly. Yeah. 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 But then of course my sister is like 5'4. So it's like, I have and anecdotal like, evidence right there that that's not how it works. And, and I mean, like to to your point, though, like that that is generally how it works. Is if you don't have a weird genetic like <laughs> dice throw in, in the lottery, like in, yeah. in in most cases, unless you have a disorder that you have to you know go to a cardiologist about. Uh, well, control is n- nothing to worry about. Yeah. Well, anyway, we, I you know I don't mean to bring you on and make you just no. talk about like the thing that your username is. It's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to it and I'm willing to talk to it like with people that I actually know and not people that I'm uh, going to never see again. Right. Right. Pass people on the sidewalk and they're like, like, how's the weather up there? Yeah. How tall are you? What, what does it change your day to know how tall I am? (laughs) Yeah. There was a, there was a guy at my work, um, like one of my previous, uh, works who Mm -hmm. was, um, six, five. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I talk, when I asked him one time how tall he was, I was like, "I know how tall you are because I can see how tall you are. Mm-hmm. What is the number that's connected to the height that you are?" Because <laughs> yeah. I was just curious. Because it's like, "How tall are you? Like this tall? Yeah, you're seeing it. Yeah, it, you you have uh, and and that's what I did for a while. You know, how, how tall are you? And I would hold my head or my hand up at the top of my head, about about up to here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the way up to the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my feet reach the ground. Tall enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so back to elementary. Yes. After that, um, yeah. tangent. Uh, Sherlock sees a uh, a ficus, a, a tree and a little plant in the office that is. Um, he's like, oh, these are very you know popular for offices because they do well even in, under neglect. Which um, Sherlock also. Damn! I wish that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sherlock might as well be talking about himself there. Yeah, yeah. But this so one looks stunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one looks smaller. So he picks it up by the the trunk of it and it just like mm-hmm. comes out of the pot and there's uh, a little secret hiding place in there. Oh, you got financial crimes on your Vita? <laughs> exactly. He's got a he's got a fucking Is it a Vita? Is it a PSV? I, I I think so. Like it, it's the 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 game system that it, yeah, I guess 2014 this was. Yeah, it's, that, a handle, that would be, it's like a yeah. DS or a whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Sherlock opens it up and he's like, wow, there is a game on here. Um, it's, great. it's this game, Demonic Times, which is uh, my favorite Times. Renaissance uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Jousting. There, but it's actually uh-huh. pointy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one's allowed to wear armor. <laughs> yes. Um, they they heat it up in a in a fire, uh, you know, right right before charging on the horse. Right. Right, right, right. There's a lot of screaming. A lot of screaming yeah, in yeah. these games. Lots of whips. Yeah. <laughs> Demonic times. And so he looks at it and he's like, "Wow, useless." And he throws it like against the wall and just like destroys it. As hard it. as he can. Yeah. 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 And they're like, "Oh, cool. Well, that's uh going well that's that then <laughs> yep so then we go to joan in her dark warehouse and yeah. uh there's some hubbub or some commotion mm-hmm. there the french guys are bringing in another french guy and joan is like what happened <laughs> like not chef says no big deal nothing yeah 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 the way he says it is funny because of the accent he goes a colleague <laughs> himself while working <laughs> It's like, oh, you got chat? <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's what Joan says. We don't need to, we can dispense with the euphemisms. I know what you do. Yeah. I'm part of your work right now. Right. Like, I, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm seeing this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's like, I used to be a surgeon before I started working with the police. Um, I specialized in trauma. Yeah. And she says, I specialized in trauma. And we immediately cut to <laughs> the room that the guy is in. And he's just like, ah. Yeah, his, his shirt was white and is now red. Yeah. That's some trauma right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that you know, it's, it's very, you know, it speaks to her character that she's both um, like, I, I am, I used to be a doctor and have these skills. And so, you know, Hippocratic Oath and all the rest of that. Um, but also mm-hmm. like, I, I, I'm sure on some level, it's like I'm buying myself some goodwill so that just in case, you know, something mm-hmm. goes sideways, maybe I can get one of these guys on my side to not immediately kill me, you know, yeah. at the drop of Make a them hat. hesitate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Do you think if you were in this situation, what kind of screaming guy would they have to bring in for you to be useful? Ooh. Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, oh, my God. I've got all these spreadsheets that need to be sorted in a particular way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Excel is running slowly because it's no. so badly organized. <laughs> I, I can't figure out why all of these dashes are in these phone numbers. It's so hard to manage. <laughs> I would um, I would be a useless hostage until they brought in the guy on the stretcher um, 
with uh, green hair just screaming, my roots, my roots are so long, no! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I can help with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I might be able to help with that, just, you know, get a better angle on it than most people. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, too, oh, you, yeah. You missed a, you missed a spot. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to sit down. I can see from here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Robin uh, dyed her hair uh, two summers ago, um, and uh, uh-huh. I was very useful for getting the spots that she couldn't uh, get to and uh, yeah, d- didn't <laughs> need to have her sit down for it. She just, like, stood in the bathroom. Very useful. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. How tall is Robin? 5'3". Uh, 5'3". Yeah. Wow. You really just went for the max height difference you could get. I mean, huh? yeah, my, my dad, you know, he was 6'10", my mom's 5'6". I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Jewish and I like dating, you know, nice Jewish girls. And so, you know, <laughs> as as a people, we're not a tall people. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I was starting from a, a pretty short uh, pool in the first place. <laughs> Are all pools short f- for you? Um, only... Because um, you can't... Yeah, like I mean, it, I I can definitely you know touch the touch the bottom of it uh, f- further further than most uh, people. But you know, I mean, if I if, since I'm in a pool right now, um, in in my bed pool, um, <laughs> and that's because like if if you have a six foot bed pool, yeah, like I would if I stood there, I would I would drown. But you yeah. could just stand there, fully have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, over Discord yeah. about elementary. Exactly. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's gonna be really hard to remove all the splash noises, but like, it sounds like you're really having a ball in there. So, I mean, I don't. I, I'm tall enough. I don't have to tread water, so it should be, you know, <laughs> make, make it somewhat, somewhat mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. You get a pop filter and then a big plastic sheet <laughs> over the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I get. Uh, it's actually not a microphone that I'm recording into. It's a hydrophone. It's oh. you know, designed specifically for for getting my whale noises. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. You were the guy that took the stuff out of the dolphin's mouth, weren't you? I mean, you were just being humble. I, it's, it, they they told me not to to say. Yeah, I, I didn't want to get the get the press about it, but you know. <laughs> anyway, your secret is safe with us, <laughs> Elemental P listeners. Please do not tell anyone that it was Joe that reached in that Chinese dolphin's mouth. <laughs> I assume that it was a Chinese dolphin because the guy was from China. But I guess if he's I a think woman, as it there. happens, it was, but. I think, yeah, it was a dolphin in a Chinese aquarium, if, yeah. if my memory serves. Anyways. Anyway, outside of the uh, the office, mm-hmm. outside of credit, Sherlock and Mycroft are walking away. And Mycroft is like, so that game, you didn't throw away that controller, be- like that game thing, because it wasn't a clue. Like, that was classic misdirection. Ever since you were a kid, you've had tantrums like that. They were classic misdirection. But before Sherlock has time to explain why he destroyed the um, the PS Vita, mm-hmm. he's like, ugh, I don't have time for this. Yeah. These two black town cars drive up. Yeah, like uh, the second before he did, there was like a tire squeal dot MP3 uh, in, the, yeah. in the Foley. And was like, oh, I don't have time for this. And like, time yeah. for what? And then, and then the NSA starts uh, telling him to get in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. uh, and it's... You know, uh, Goodwill, Nathan Fillion, telling him to... (laughs) Yeah, so this is Agent McNally, who we've met before from the NSA, who is totally not from the NSA. No, yeah. No, he's a computer programmer or something. It's very funny to me how loudly they're like, this is the NSA! (laughs) Yeah. The NSA wants your help, Sherlock. Um, The secret agency that I'm part of. (laughs) <laughs> uh, get into our nondescript vehicle 
One, so, one of two black cars that is driving totally normally on a New York street yeah. in the middle of a weekday. Parking, parking on the sidewalk like a regular car. Because everything's normal. Mm-hmm. We're normal. So they bring um, Mycroft and Sherlock in. I wrote them down as M mm-hmm. plus S in my notes, which my brain did then translate to Marks uh, and Spencer. So I almost just said they bring Marks and Spencer to the... My my this. typo quirk was I, my finger kept slipping, slipping and I kept uh, typing Mycrofty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting a little Mycrofty in here. <laughs> yeah, this whole episode is a little Mycrofty for my taste. <laughs> it is. It's a bit Mycrofty. So the NSA is grilling them, whatever, and, and Sherlock says, you know, don't worry about it. We're working at Credit Versoix for a friendly government mm-hmm. and, that you'll like. And we only agreed to help with the stipulation that we could also give the list to the U.S. government. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've been thinking about you the whole time. Of Of course. course. Yeah. Which I loved watching Mycroft during this scene because he's just like has has no poker face whatsoever. And is like starts grinning (laughs) when he hears uh, Sherlock lying about like making up this lie. (laughs) And and, yeah, McNally's like... Well, if that's true, I guess uh, I'll have to let you go. Yeah. He's like, I hope it. I hope that is true. I was like, well. Or else I'm going to have to find a way to prosecute you for espionage. Like, yeah, it sound, sounds like a federal government agency. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mycroft is like, my my brother is not lying face is prompting a lot of questions that uh, my face should be answering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then immediately that face gets wiped off when uh, McNally's like, yeah, I'll have to come over to your uh, your Diogenes. It's got um, a real, oh, real yeah. interesting clientele there. And, and Mycroft is like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm not as secret as I thought that I was. Yeah, he's like, oh, everybody knows about my shit. Cool. This is just a, an open secret. Yeah. yeah. Once they leave the NSA office, um, Sherlock gets a call from Bell, who is like, hey, Joan asked me to look up some files for something, something, and then she never came by. I just wanted to call and make sure she's okay. And Sherlock is like, oh. Yeah, she's she's fine. You want to talk to her? <laughs> yeah, what, a, what a bold lie. What was yeah. he going to do if she, he said yes? Like, <laughs> Well, he, he didn't even like wait for the response because then he immediately spikes his phone into the pavement. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was what it, that must have been, yeah. Because Bill's yeah. like, no, that's fine. Just let her know. Crunch, crunch, uh, hello, crunch, hello, crunch, crunch. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then, and then he says, like, oh, oh, Minecraft, can I, my, my phone isn't working. Can I borrow yours? And then immediately spikes it right into the ground again. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Uh-huh. He's using the middle of his foot, which I found to be uh, very ineffective. Um, you really got to use your heel for that kind yeah. of stuff. That's, yeah. you know, the hard part of your shoe. Although I guess I don't know how it was with phones from 2012 or 13 when they recorded this. Was that still, still the case? Mm. Like, I wonder if, you know, if they were more, more delicate or more plasticky. Yeah. Do, do more with less effort. Yeah, maybe. Like, he already spiked it on mm-hmm, the ground, mm-hmm. you know. And maybe, he, maybe, too, he's like an old-timey guy. He's got, you know, wooden bottoms of his shoes or something. Clogs, yeah, yeah. So then he's like, can I borrow your watch? My watch isn't working. <laughs> yeah, and like, very much, like, I, come on, don't, don't lie to Mycroft and yourself. You just wanted to wreck his yeah. watch. Yeah, because he's like, we can't risk the NSA listening in. And Mycroft is like, they didn't touch yeah, my like, watch. And Sherlock's like, well, better stomp on it anyway. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if Sherlock wears a watch, but he very much didn't smash no. his own. Yeah. So. No, he did not. <laughs> he also, Sherlock even mentions, he's like, this is a great timepiece. It's a shame we have to destroy it. <laughs> like, yeah. He even yeah. knows the risk, you know, like the damage he's doing. 
He's no, he's enjoying. He's relishing this. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah. dang. Guess I have to ruin your Man, livelihood a little bit. I, I have this uh, smallest violin in the world. I guess I have to smash this too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. The uh, the game the PS Vita became important or what mm-hmm. was significant as a clue because this guy Pierce Norman, who they call Norman mm-hmm. because they call everybody by their last name. So I keep forgetting that his name isn't just Norman. But yeah, oh, same, same, absolutely. <laughs> Norman had like fifty hours in RuneScape. Fifty, um, yeah, and zero points. Yeah, uh, which I mean, granted, but like fifty hours is nothing. So like, <laughs> like for for a game like like I know that people can sink like fifty hours into it over a weekend. Um, that's like, basically just if you go twenty four seven, or if you go twenty. Yeah, exactly. Nonstop. A long long weekend. Okay, okay. <laughs> that yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. I did tell my friend one time, I was like, oh, this show only has like 40 episodes, so it's like, you can yeah, watch it in yeah. a weekend. <laughs> uh, who are you? Yeah. What kind of weekends do you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're half hour episodes. But um, yeah. Fair. Yeah. So he has no points because he has not gotten good. He has just been mm-hmm. using the chat function. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you really have to like actively work to not get any, I mean, I guess it's because he's not actually playing the game at all. But I was like, yeah, you must it, get points it, to for like just on the login screen. Yeah, yeah, the first conversation you have with an NPC doesn't give you some points. Yeah. nothing. M- making an account doesn't give you an achievement, right? You get two hundred points on the SAT for writing your name. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Before they pull up who the chat person is, mm-hmm. Mycroft says, "You know, I realized I never even apologized. You know, I'm sorry about what happened for jo- to Joan, and I would never forgive myself if something happened to her." And Sherlock is like, well, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Because if anything happened to Joan, I would murder you. So, Yeah. Yeah. It's just like normal uh, murder fest between brothers. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, she's my friend. If you mess this up, I'll kill you. Uh, bye-bye. Yeah, I care. Yeah, I mean, he, he cares more about Joan than anyone else in the world. Yeah. And, and has the ability and willingness to, to do something about it if something goes wrong. God, he really does. Yeah. So it's like uh, I like he he log- yeah, I saw that he had these you know fifty hours uh, logged without actually having any points, uh, and mm-hmm. so it was simple to deduce his password and log in. And so mm-hmm. he's just staring at the login screen, waiting for the person that that Norman's been talking to to respond to his messages. Yeah, yeah. So they think it's um it's this person uh, Legolas. Mm-hmm. They they say Lego lass because they're stupid. And it, no, in <laughs> fairness, there's two S's and a five. That, yes, yes. It's the, two, yeah. Le- Legolas, uh, Lord of the Rings, only spells it with one S at the end. So there's mm. two extra S's. So I, th- I you know, I, I, I call, I, g- I give them a pass for this yeah. one. Yeah, they're also, they also call them like, they say like Lego lass five. So mm-hmm. even if you don't, because if, if you don't think of the five, as another S, mm-hmm. then it's just Legolas with two S's. Yeah, Legolas. Like, no, but but it's three. It's two S's and a five. And a five, yeah. which later, yeah, we learned that the five is also supposed to be an S. And a, another um, S. So, so it's Legolas. Yeah. It's like, what if the elf was a snake? Yeah, yeah. You know. What do your snake eyes see? <laughs> Why was that so funny? Anyway, <laughs> so Mycroft gets a call on his burner phone that they, you know, they replaced their mm-hmm. real phones with these burners and does a supernatural like way of excusing himself with a totally uh-huh. normal and not too long excuse. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't over explain himself at all. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, that's the that's the burner phone you gave me. I gave the number to the restaurant because they're having repairs in the kitchen. This is probably an update about that. I'm going to go take this call and like walks yeah, out. Yeah. Um, and, Instead and then, of just like, I got to take this. Yeah. And then he does this incredibly British thing where he says, he says all that and then says, excuse me, and then walks in a way that like doesn't obscure Sherlock's view or make him move at all. <laughs> it's like, excuse, what, why am I... I mean, excuse you for leaving. You just told yeah. me that you were going to do that. <laughs> Very much. Please struggling. do not follow me. Please. Yeah, exactly. Please. Yeah. So he um, he gets a call from this British guy, the same British voice that he had talked to the last time he was in New York, where mm. he was like, our little gambit didn't work. I wasn't able to get Sherlock to move away from New York. So mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy's like, well... Yeah, and it's like, we're, we're doing our best. Uh, this is very complicated. It's like, it would be less complicated if Sherlock was out of the picture, if you had been able to get him to move out. It's like, oh, so you're operating from the assumption that you can just tell Sherlock to do stuff. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, right. He's like, oh, you think telling Sherlock what to do would be not complicated. And okay. would work for and get you the result that you wanted. Okay, okay. You just don't know him at all. Gotcha, yeah. 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 So when he returns to the the room, or no, it, it just cuts he falls to asleep. cuts to him, yeah, waking up on the yeah. couch. Yeah, yes, yes, it cuts, and it's uh, Sherlock loves to wake people up in the brownstone. Yeah, we're going to Westchester. <laughs> yes, they got a response from Legolas, and it's um, Norman's lover, who is actually not a woman like they thought it would be. Alas, it's yeah. a a man, a man who's into unsavory men. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so they, they go up to, to his place to ask him ask him some questions. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this is typical or if this stood out to you, but it very like this this guy was an extra. Like he <laughs> it, he it, his lines felt incredibly like he was reading them to me. <laughs> like I I don't know. Can I help you? My wife will be back any moment. What do, what questions do you have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't add a lot of personality to his character. For Not sure. a lot, no. Or you know he was he, he was playing a guy who was so repressed he like wouldn't even let himself emote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They also just when Sherlock wakes Mycroft up, he mm-hmm. like takes the uh, the time to be like, while you were stupidly sleeping like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, while you were wasting your time. I continued yeah. detecting. Yeah. I was studying the. Blade. I was studying the blade. So Norman's lover. They met on a dating app discretion. Mm-hmm. Like, which it felt wonderfully uh, 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 Law & Order SVU. Like, <laughs> yes. Making up a, a ridiculous, you know, like Ashley Madison, but we can't do that for uh, copyright Yes, reasons. yes. And then Mycroft is like, has he been acting, was he acting strangely? Did he say anything about going on any trips? And Sherlock looks at him like he grew a second head and... It's like, what? It's just, I've seen Joan do this. Right? <laughs> Sherlock's like, yeah, Joan is a trained detective. You are a You're buffoon. You're a buffoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Sherlock turns back to the guy and, and asks the exact question that, that Mycroft just asked. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's great. so funny. It's so funny, too, because, like, that's a moment that Sherlock had with Joan. Like, the first time that they were out, like, before she decided to be a detective, she, like, asks mm-hmm. somebody a question about, like, you know, where were you on this date or whatever. And he, like, mm-hmm. looks at her and is like, oh, my goodness. Like, you want to be a detective. But when Mycroft does it, he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would react differently if my brother did something yeah. like that in the middle. of You know, like, I, I would have much more uh, leniency towards a friend than, than my brother saying something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Bring your brother to work day is going really horribly. 
Exactly, exactly. So. Can't even fit him into my cubicle. <laughs> Can you fit into your cubicle? Barely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like in the process of getting moved to another another space where I can like oh. actually sit up. Oh, that's good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. So anyway, the 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 lover, all he has to offer is he's like, I don't know. He sent me this photo a while ago of him at his vacation home. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just the the um, the picture of him on his his dating profile, um, mm. and he's like, yeah, okay, that's that's nothing. Uh, says Minecraft, and then Sherlock yeah. was like. Again, you're an idiot. Look right. at the background. It's the same as the one in the photo that's in uh, in his office. The three photos that are in his office. Right. Yeah, it's... we forgot to mention that before. But yeah, there's yeah. like a, a triptych that in, in three different seasons. And then this is a, a fourth yeah. picture in that same location. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Sherlock's like, now we just have to figure out this location. We just have to yeah. look at the trees and the, the city in the background or whatever is in there. And If you print this yeah. photo from this dating profile on your phone, then we can be out of your hair. Yes. Yes. Like, I don't know if I would be able to do that in 2014, like printing a photo on a printer from a, like a glossy JPEG from someone's profile yeah. on my phone, unless there's a like web yeah. interface. Yeah, and know. also like who has a printer? Yeah, I mean like, yeah, okay, you live in Westchester, okay, <laughs> like high roller sure. here. <laughs> yeah. So there is like a weird like 10 second side scene uh, mm-hmm. coming back to the criminal warehouse mm-hmm. um, where where uh, Joan has done good work and, and sewn up the the cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think we forgot to mention that before. This is the, the guy who got shot was the, the guy that we're talking to, his, his oh, cousin. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Joan is like, you know, I did the best I could, but I used a box cutter to open him up and I sterilized it with vodka. So it's not... You should really get him to a hospital. <laughs> yeah. And Marshoff is like, well, we appreciate you being a surgeon. And don't forget, we will kill you. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I guess proving <laughs> proving that she wasted her, her effort trying to get any goodwill. Yeah. And I think she even says, like, I don't remember if she says it or just, like, leaves it. But, like, I'm pretty sure she's just like, I was doing that because he was going to die otherwise. Like, I, I Yeah. Yeah. I think she has a line like that. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to you know, be nice to you. I'm just like, I am, a, I am a trained uh, physician and or was and still have those skills and can prevent yeah. someone from dying. Yeah. 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 So. So then we cut, okay. cut back to Westchester uh-huh. or, or upstate. Mycroft mentions like, yeah, I thought we were really hitting a dead end with this, like trying to find the location of the photograph once we hit hour three. But, but then you we did there. it. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. So they. Yeah, it was they like it was a simple located... process of deduction uh, to match this particular jetty with this particular. Bro, do you know the entire like Hudson River's uh, course and what it looks like? The whole. What do you mean simple process <laughs> of elimination? Like I get that you're Sherlock Holmes, but what? <laughs> I have I have looked at because my the office that the office building I work out of is uh, really tall. And so there's a view of the Charles mm-hmm. from my office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have tried to figure out where I'm looking at mm-hmm. from the, like, I've tried to figure out the view from my building, mm-hmm. like which part of the river I'm looking at right. from Google Maps. And it's like, I know the location I'm looking from and I still can't figure out right. like which direction I'm like, like, how do you do this from a photograph from the ground? With the like, entire course of the Hudson River to work with. Right, right. That you, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, was, it was just ridiculous. a simple change of uh, perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Like it's hard? What? Like it's hard? I guess that's why it took three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, it, if it was so, a shorter river, he would have gotten it in 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. If there, if it was like on a pond. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
Oh, I know exactly what that is. Four houses on this pond. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they go to Pierce Norman's house and he's gone. Mm -hmm. And Mycroft is just a big dumb, dumb idiot. Oh, maybe he's He's hiking. Maybe maybe we'll just sit around and wait for him to come back. And Sherlock's just like, you fucking moron. He's like, you have the facilities to like look around and notice things. Why don't you ever use them? (laughs) He's like, use your goddamn brain for once. Use your eyes. Use your eyes. Uh, so yes, and he, he does the, goes around. He does the excuse me thing again. It's killing me. Like he, he like walks past Sherlock in a way that Sherlock doesn't have to get out of his way and still. Yeah. It's just he's like on your lefting him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he walks down the hall and he sees some scrape marks mm-hmm. and he sees a, a pillow has been disturbed on this bench, and uh, and there's blood like, on oh, the floor. Oh, dried blood on the floor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's Which like, like there's been a. I, how do you not clean up if you've if you've murdered someone and you need to make uh-huh. it look like you haven't? How yeah? How do you not just like go through the whole place with some bleach? I, it's like a couple small drops too. Because right. it's like, did he not? Did he just miss those? Bleed? Or did you? Yeah. What's the? What's the deal here? How how do you how do you get only a few drops of blood on the floor and not either nothing or a huge? Puddles, yeah. Thing of it. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Right. Anyway, so the Holmes bros mm-hmm. deduce this. Uh, Sherlock is like, it's not just a scuffle. These are drag marks. Somebody dragged something heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go out to the yard. And Sherlock walks the... like Groucho Marx for a second. <laughs> and then like starts digging like a dog. Yes, he does. And yes, he does. happens to pick the exact right place to find a corpse. Ugh. Yeah, um, he's with, digging. He's digging furiously with his hands, and then like gets six inches goes down. Goes to do a, a yeah. slower one. Yeah, and yeah, it's a face. Yeah, Ooh. it's a really, really good you yucky face from uh, Mycroft. Like, he like covers <laughs> yeah. covers his mouth with two fingers. Like oh, <laughs> oh how distasteful. Yeah, yeah. And then I get an alert from my phone mm-hmm. that the crepe. The brunch crepe that I have ordered is uh, has been delivered to my house. <laughs> so I pause the episode and I go and I pick it up and I put it on a plate and I've got my fork and my knife ready and I and then uh, I press a... play again yeah. and then there's the <laughs> I'm eating my Nutella and strawberry crepe as Sherlock and Minecraft are looking at this like mud covered dead body that they've put on maggot the, the... infested corpse. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why is it the same color? It's my breakfast. Oh God. <laughs> nightmare so gross i'm very glad that i watched the episode for the first time uh, before dinner rather than <laughs> yeah yes yes sherlock is is doing his little detecting thing and like just looking at it with a big old stink face mm-hmm. also like getting right up on it so so, so they've moved him inside which begs the mm-hmm. question of how like, did they work together and each hold one side of the, like, shroud? Did they have to, like, or did Sherlock work on his own and just kind of lug him into play? Like, that, the environmental storytelling that that implies is is just so, so juicy to me. Yes, yes, because he's on, like, the kitchen island. Yeah, so yeah. Which, it, and, and that's I mean, not a one-person job. Yeah, like, it's good. good thing that Norman had a... Uh, uh, you know, giant Westchester kitchen with an island yeah. the length to hold a yeah. corpse. Mm-hmm. It would have been kind of funny if they had had, like, if after the cut, Mycroft had had a bunch of mud on his hands and his arms and stuff. And was yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, yucky. Or or if they, they didn't have enough uh, you know, space and he was, like, his feet were dangling off the end. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So in getting getting way up cl- too close to the body. Yeah, it's like like face six inches away from like the, <laughs> the yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. He finds a coffin fly pupa, which is a kind of bug that takes at least eight days to go from egg to pupa phase, which means... Which means that he's been dead for over a week, uh, despite the hack having taken place uh, six days ago. What? He wasn't responsible. Ah. He's also a victim. He's been framed. Yeah. Yeah, he said he's murdered and framed in that order. Yes. Yeah. So they're like, now we got to figure out who could have done that hack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they, they go back to the brownstone. They're like sitting face to face like... You're quite certain you're ready for this, and Jock Jams gets stuck in my head. Oh God, yeah. There's a um, there's a song from Heather's the Musical where um, the like Christian Slater character guy is like singing the song about how much how he's like you know crazy for this girl. Um, and he says, um, I'll trade my life for yours. And that got stuck in my head a lot this episode and yeah. last episode. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, so then the doorbell rings and uh, Yoda is here. And so like, <laughs> especially he says, uh, he says, hey, Yoder, but it sounds like, hey, Yoda to me. Hey, Yoda. Like, yeah. yeah. And the security, security guard from the Swiss bank says, mm-hmm. visiting your house, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering you a list of suspects, I will. <laughs> Suspicious? Yeah. I am not. <laughs> so yeah, they they're like, oh, thank you so much for helping us. Like we we didn't know where to go in our investigation. You're being so helpful. Just a bit, the, can we have this list of people that might have had access to uh, to his stuff? Mm-hmm. And like, okay, yeah. What what else we got? And then the uh, gets tasered. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, again, with the, you know, I have to dis- suspend my disbelief because tasers very much do not work that way. Oh. Um, like, like you, they, they kind of paralyze your muscles for a second and then you're oh. fine. Um, they don't <laughs> my, knock my brother, you out. No, no. My, my brother's uh, in the Air Force and uh, sent me a video of himself getting tasered <laughs> uh, recently. Yeah, like he, they, they have to like do that to... Um, like, but before they ever, you know, are in the uh, situation where they might have to use use those sort of um, tools on uh, oh. on other people, they are subject to them themselves. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, um, apparently they didn't hook it up right, and so uh, he so he he got tasered, fell down, of course, uh, and then uh-huh. got got right back up, and then came right back down because his blood pressure like oh. went, went funky and like had to go to the hospital for checks and everything was fine but oh my gosh in, in any case though he like he got tasered uh you could you know hear hear the electrical like like clicking, clicking. Mm-hmm. uh yeah uh he like he went down and then it stopped and he immediately like regained his his you know control of his body right yeah how long would you have to i mean can you tase someone so long they go unconscious I think so, but I don't know if they can become un-unconscious from uh, then after <laughs> afterwards. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, what kind of electrical interference are you creating in their body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's I mean, a, another one of those, like, you know, just like the chloroform, it's like, okay, it works like this in a TV show. Yeah, it's whatever. You know, he gets knocked out, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. 
However, they need to do that. Yeah, and then he he comes to he, yeah he's he's uh, you know tied uh, mm-hmm. uh, tied to a chair um, in in the kitchen with plastic mm-hmm. sheeting everywhere, which totally looks unsuspicious. Yep, yep. This is very yeah. It's totally scary. normal situation to regain consciousness. Yeah, yeah. It's good. You feel yeah. comfortable when there's plastic everywhere, and you can't move your limbs. Right. Mm-hmm. This is again another thing of another point on the board of I don't think Sherlock has a bed because mm. Sherlock's bedroom is the one that's connected to the mm-hmm. the kitchen and he is sitting in the they're sitting in the kitchen right now and the doors are open behind mm. them and there is no fucking bed in the Oh damn, I didn't them. even notice that. I I don't pay attention to normal things when I watch that's, this show anymore. You've so. seen it enough times, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're going to torture this guy, blah, 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 whatever. Where's the bed, but though? The, but how does the friend's apartment <laughs> look in real life if it was real? Mm-hmm. How do these rooms connect yeah. to each other? Yes. I mean, if you if you fall asleep, you know, sitting in a chair because you haven't slept in five days, then, you know, what do you need a bed for? Just, <laughs> exactly. just fall asleep on a couch if you need to. Fall asleep on the little Victorian yeah. painting cho- couch. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, they're doing, like, kind of good cop, mm-hmm. bad cop, but... Like, if the good cop didn't Yeah, help like, you. neutral cop, bad cop. Um, yeah. Swiss cop, bad cop. <laughs> no, I'm Swiss. Yeah. Is what Harry Yoda yeah. would say. Harry Yoda would say. Yeah. yeah, Sherlock is like, you know, we were trying to figure out who else could have hacked, you know, um, Pierce Norman's stuff. And then killed him. And then killed him very strategically with, like, one knife stab. Right into the carotid artery. Uh, no yeah. mess. Uh, and and he you know th- there wasn't signs of a struggle so like no no one broke in so Norman knew Somebody the guy who, he knew yeah yeah. yeah 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 and they're like and uh, and you were in the military which which is is like you know t- uh, compulsory service for um, Switzerland which is is true hmm. as far as like you you are Swiss you you know, serve uh, in the military and most people you know do do basic training and then like take a desk job or you know do do l- yeah. like you said like you're in the reserves for a couple of years but right. But Yoda uh, joined the commando unit, um, and so mm-hmm. probably you know knew his hand-to-hand combat well, mm-hmm. and and also you know you know was the head of security, so you, I think you can draw some connections there too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and then Sherlock, this is <laughs> this is a moment that you have to kind of take out of context mm-hmm. so you can go oh yeah without <laughs> everything else that's happening right because he is saying like. I am going to torture you now because... I care about Joan so badly. You know, yeah. I, I value yeah. her so much. I would not hesitate to do anything to get her back. Yeah. He describes her as someone for whom I care with all the depths I am capable of mustering. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, so poetic. And also, what are you doing with those pliers? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's that's a suspicious amount of saran wrap. Yeah. Yeah. So this is... I fucking hate this. Yeah. I mean, they do this... More more than I would like. Like, okay, Sherlock and Joan, they break into people's apartments. You know, they don't follow the law because mm-hmm. they're consulting detectives. Whatever. Right. Some light B&E. Okay. It's for justice. Yeah. And, and every time that happens, I'm like, okay, none of this ed- evidence would be admissible in court and all of this would be a mistrial. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's why they're That's why they're always saying like, oh, yeah, with um. We thought we heard a baby crying in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, it was unlocked and open, actually. We thought we smelled weed. It's, I, it's, we thought we smelled weed. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but he, a couple times, fully threatens to and then carries through with torturing people. Yeah. 
Um, And I really thought that this was going to be one of the ones where, like... He stopped short. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I was like, oh, he's going to, like, make it look bad. And Mycroft will be like, no, Sherlock, you can't. But But he goes through with it, you know, at least the first stage of it. Um, yeah yeah and and like i mean it's it's so odd to like think about when this show was because uh, you know this this episode mm-hmm. you know was filmed in probably 2013 uh, mm-hmm. uh went live in 2014 so like this was halfway through or you know three quarters of the way through the obama presidency we knew what george right. bush was you know we tortured some folks um right. and and you know, knew that, that, you know, it didn't do, it doesn't work. Yeah. Confessions under torture are not actual, like accurate, useful confessions that can be used for, for whatever. And still, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still, know, it feels very like a uh, TV show made during or around the wake of 24 being aired mm. because that happens mm-hmm. all the time in that show, like torturing someone to get yeah. an actual, you know, useful bit of information. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was watching like uh I watched Burn Notice mm-hmm. in like high school and stuff and Burn Notice they had an episode where it's, so it's like former spies, right? Mm-hmm. Um and they had an episode where they had to like get this information out of this one guy that they had like kidnapped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they went so far to not like they were like how can we make it seem like we're crazy and we're going to torture this guy without actually doing it mm-hmm. and they're like well if we cut ourselves in front of him he'll be like so spooked by that that he'll assume that we would do even worse to him mm-hmm. and i'm just like they bent over backwards so far to like not do anything actually detriment you know like yeah. not actually hurt this guy yeah. whereas this show sherlock is like do you know if i wrap a wire around your wrist for long enough your hand will become useless yeah you know if i if i attach a tourniquet to you then you'll actually end up getting uh, gangrene and losing your fingers yeah yeah it's your whole hand will stop being yeah it's it's horrible. no good yeah because he says it, but then he actually does it. He's like doing he's, it, yeah. Yeah, he's like, this shade of purple is what happens right before you lose all, all of sensation. All your cells in die, the, yeah. All of your cells die. Yeah. Um, which, which which was yucky and also very funny to cut to a different angle where his hand was totally normal. It was funny to what? To, to where, where like he says this and like your hand is so purple right now, dude. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing for you. Um, and then they, <laughs> they cut to a different angle and his hand is totally normal and fine <laughs> it's like pinkish yeah like because his body is like blocking it in in that shot versus you know a different yeah. shot that they don't like thank goodness okay the, this guy who who played Hayota <laughs> didn't actually have to know no swiss people were harmed in the making of this episode yeah <laughs> yes so he does give in before mm-hmm. his hand completely dies yeah one one round of torture that's all it takes mm-hmm. it's, wow so effective i wish we could do it more yeah we love is it is the message yeah so yeah <sighs> so they get the info he's like it's on the the list is on a hard drive in my car or whatever mm-hmm. something something yeah so yeah bad yeah. scene not not great not pleasant oh. it's interesting though because like they they he, he kind of distinguishes himself so frequently you know in, in this very very same episode uh joan says you know i'm not a cop and like he's like i'm not a cop i'm a consultant uh-huh. but like You've you've picked up some things, Sherlock. Yeah. And like he tortures like the guy that he thinks killed the love of his life. Yeah. And that's like supposed to be like a really low moment for him. Mm-hmm. And like I think in this one like you are also supposed to be like wow, Joan is really important to him that he's like gone off the deep end this hard. Mm-hmm. But it is just shown as like a 
deeply effective way of getting information. And yeah, the the, the right thing to do in this circumstance. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, it gets the job done. Yeah. So anyway, so... So then we cut, cut to a, a much more pleasant scene that is not bad. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. Marshef is talking to Joan, and she's again talking about how this guy needs real surgery, or... Mm-hmm. Like the bullet nicked his liver, like he's got organ... Oh, he's yes. got internal bleeding. Come on, get mm-hmm. him to a hospital. Like, yeah, yes. and, and he's like, yeah, so that he can then tell everyone where where you are. Of course, I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. He also says, you know, you might think that we, like, forced Mycroft into doing this, but mm-hmm. this was his idea. Mm-hmm. Like, he came to us because he had no money and wanted to help us. Yeah, and moving to New York was his idea, which... which I found interesting. Right. I, I, I watched uh, the episode twice because, like, once once for notes. And Mycroft says that it was their idea to go to yes. New York earlier in the episode. Yeah, when he's explaining to Sherlock, he's like, I had no choice. And, you know, they they came to me when I had no money. And mm-hmm. it was their idea to, to, to yeah. get a foothold in America. And they were like, uh, that was his idea. Yeah. Wait. Hang on. Someone's lying to someone. What's, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, like like it, it, this was you know I I just want you to like understand uh, who you're working with and and the context right. in which this this happened right before we return him to you yeah 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 so they got the list from the guy they're mm-hmm. looking at it on the computer and Minecraft is like wow there's a lot of yeah. a lot of names on here I, I paused it to try to see if I could recognize anyone if they like name dropped some like celebrity or whatever i i didn't recognize any of them i'm i'm thinking it's probably like people in the production yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. like so, some some gripper uh, the person who who did the catering uh, got their name the best, in the, the best boy yeah 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 yeah, yeah but mycroft is like wow this is like you know this this list could really you know you could get a lot of money from this mm-hmm. look at all these you know big people in here and um sherlock's like well we've confirmed that it's true so great interesting as though this, this might be uh we gotta get joan mm-hmm. get um, your eye on the the prize yeah and, and okay so in order to do that let's call the nsa mm-hmm. uh, and mycroft's like what no uh we we have to go in here alone like they said yeah and and sherlock is like Surely you know that they're not actually going to honor the hostage agreement that they made, right? Like, yeah, they're I, not going to return. Like, they're going to get the list from us and then kill us. And, and Minecraft's like, I've done business with these people for years. They're always as good as they were. Like, the most credible man in the world. Like, <laughs> right? just the, like, the absolute worst person to have a bunch of criminals operating out of the back of his restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Sherlock is like, you are the stupidest person. Yeah, in, yeah. Ever. Like, no wonder they picked you. Yeah, <laughs> like, like and let, let's do this the smart way, my way, and, mm-hmm. like, have the backup of the federal government to at least, like, give us yes. resources or yes. body armor or whatever. Yeah. He even says, like, we have to go to the NSA because, like, they'll understand that we had to use alternative methods. Yeah, we, we had to lie to you earlier in this episode, yeah. Oh, that too. And, 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 and torture. Yeah. 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 Again, talking about the, I mean, Joe asked, uh, mentioned this in their question last week about like the NSA being a, a like necessary evil. Like this yeah, is another yeah. another point of that of like, well, we had to do what we had to do, and the NSA will get that. Like, ugh. Yeah, like they're they're not portrayed as like they're, they're portrayed as as bad guys who are doing the right thing rather mm-hmm. than just like a completely unnecessary, completely evil, like rotten to its yes, core. Yes. 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 Then again, they work with the NYPD, so, you know. Yeah, 
bar is not particularly high. <laughs> yeah. So while while Sherlock is on the phone with the NSA, the line is ringing. Yeah. He, he does it the smart way, which is turning your back on your brother who you established <laughs> that you don't trust and have no reason to trust. Who just told you he wants to do a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and luckily for Mycroft, elementary tasers work in the way that they do. And so mm-hmm. so he you know, grabs the taser from the, the table and then Sherlock is unconscious. Mm-hmm. He calls the the same British guy again, and he's like, I have the list. I'm bringing it to you. (laughs) Does he say, oh, I'm going to bring it to the French people? I I think he says, I have Yoda in the list. I'm on my way to you now. Um, Mm, And then I guess he he does that off off camera. Yeah. And then back at the uh, French kidnapping headquarters, the cousin is like mumbling Mm -hmm. and, and like, speaking like French gibberish and, like, basically every time they're, they're still like zip tying her to that chair which is like a rude and b a waste of zip ties yeah but if you need one. those later yeah for somebody who's like actually gonna try to leave and not Jonas, like no. necessary to save your cousin right and so she says you know he needs real surgery I don't regardless of like what you know regardless of what happens to me yeah, yeah. the bullet nicked his liver and he's like ah fix it <laughs> Yeah. Jonah's like, I can't. I, you know, I already did the best I could with what we have. Like, mm-hmm. he needs he needs a real hospital or he will die. And Marshef goes, hmm. Okay. And just kills him. Just starts blasting. Yeah. Just Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia voice. So anyway, I started blasting. Exactly. Yeah. It's which, like, that's so rude. Like, she spent so much effort and time, like, trying to get him to not die. Yeah. And he just, like, you know, throws all that effort and that, all that energy away. Like, that's, like, Come on. at the very least, you know, if you're going to do something like that, don't do it in front of her. Don't throw it in her face. <laughs> right? It's like this all or nothing attitude is really just harmful yeah. to the relationship yeah. that you're trying yeah. to foster. Yeah. And John obviously looks horrified. Mm-hmm. Hands still have, like, his blood on them from, like trying yeah. to help yeah and then he gets a phone call and then like ah, oh, good news uh, uh oh is is that what we're calling tonight <laughs> right god he's i mean it's good news for him yeah. he's loving it his cousin's dead okay yeah. so um sherlock goes to the nsa mm-hmm. he's i guess woken up and mycroft is gone mm-hmm. so he goes to the to nsa and he's talking to um the agent whatever mcnally mm-hmm. and um He's like, you got, you got to help me because Mycroft sucks. Apparently, I'm, I'm not trying to like convince you with any. I'm just trying to appeal to your decency. Yeah, because yeah, because McNally is like, oh, you lied to us, and then this happened, and you think we're gonna do this, and he's like, I'm, I'm asking mm-hmm. you, please. I'm not telling you you need to do this. I'm saying, uh, please. Yeah, yeah. And another, you know, good, good actor, Johnny Lee Miller, uh, moment where he, like the way that he's like avoiding the eye contact and like his eyes are like mm-hmm. you know getting getting watery and you know like i yeah. i do not have any options i need to ask you for help please yeah um, and he says like i i thought i knew my brother and his flaws but he might have more than i thought mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah and then agent mcnally says no mm-hmm. and so sherlock's like okay i'll go to the nypd mm-hmm. but He's kind of late because the the meetup is already happening. Yeah. The trade is already happening. I don't know if this was like specific to the particular uh, file that I had, but I didn't have uh, French subtitles. Uh, Were there French subtitles to this scene, like the phone conversations, the back and forth Mm. stuff? I don't think so. 
Okay, okay. I, like, I, I wasn't sure if I was, like, missing something. Like, yeah, I, I get the vibe, but, like, you know, the, like, you know, oh, he's late, uh, you know, whatever, the, the, the specific details. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, because, I mean, he says in English to Joan, right, he's like, your friend is late, and then, mm-hmm. but yeah, then then I think they do just sort of, like, <laughs> yeah, ho, 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 baguette, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Omelette <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, de fromage. Yeah. But luckily... Right no, after they say he's late, he shows up. pulls up, yeah. He's like, you know, what you want is in the boot. Yeah. And he's like so, so self-satisfied with this. Like mm-hmm. he's like grinning to himself. Yeah. They go to the, they go to the back of the car and there's Harry Yoda. There's it's Toyota. like, hey, that's not Norman. And it's like, oh yeah, he's, uh, Norman's dead and has been for about a week. And I can show you the body if you need to. You know, if you need yes. proof. Yeah, I for, like I had forgotten about this by the time we got there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they weren't they weren't brought up to speed. They right, don't know that right. this is the right guy. Yeah. And so then he, you know, gives them the, the list on the flash drive and they plug it into the Microsoft Surface tablet. <laughs> and they start like swiping through Excel like it's a photos app. <laughs> like it's, it's like like dilemma by Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland, like yeah. te- texting. Where are you at? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Excel can be so many things. Yeah, yeah. You know? to, it can be whatever you whatever you need it to be. <laughs> <laughs> like like the way that they were like interacting with it was like very very fun because you can see like sheet one at the bottom of the screen, <laughs> and it's still like swiping through it as though it's like the the photo photo reel. I miss that. That's really funny, though. Yeah. And so yeah. They're, they're like, okay, uh, we're free to go, right? Uh, so, okay, uh, kill him. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah so, because this is DeSoto shows up. Mm-hmm. The big, the oh, he's been there. Yeah, that, he's been there the whole time. It's like, he's the guy mm-hmm. that, like, is looking at the, in, in the trunk and stuff. Who receives, yeah, who receives everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then he says, kill them. And they do, again, this is like tropes.com, mm-hmm. I feel like. They pull out their guns and point them at Joan and Mycroft and do not shoot. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, how do these guys know that they're the main characters? I I could imagine it being like, oh, Mr. DeSoto doesn't like getting blood on his clothes, so wait till he leaves. Oh, like true. He's, he's okay. Mr. Fancy Man, and he doesn't want to be around the messy stuff. But like, pull out the guns now so you know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't try to leave. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because they really, they stand there for a while. They sure do Mexican standoff for, yeah, mm-hmm. like a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so Mycroft is like, you're sure there's nothing I can do to convince you not to do this? And mm-hmm. uh, Marshev is like, ma. Nope. Yeah. And he's like, well, can I? Can I have some last can words? Can I have some last yeah, words? Yeah, And then says the episode title. He does. He says, elementary season two, episode 22. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he says. <laughs> very, very specific Manchurian candidate trigger phrase. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and it was like surprising to me on a certain level that there weren't literal like red dots or that he didn't have a, a visual cue that, you know, everything was in position and everything was ready. Mm, yeah. Like you just had to put it on faith that, you know, he says the thing and then all of the French guys fall to the floor. They can hear yeah. me. Yeah. Maybe he's wearing a wire. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe he's wearing a wire and he has an earpiece that's really Yeah. Ex- maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He says yeah. paint it black and... Everyone except him and Joan gets shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then the man with the most British accent in the world <laughs> comes up. Yes. Oh, everyone, everyone down, oh, okay? Right, right, right. Right. You're right, sir. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of SUVs and stuff uh, drive up and, and the man So it's secure, all right? All right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got a, you know, ve- a tactical vest on and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and Mycroft says, Joan, I have some things to tell you. I'm sorry you had to see that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not sorry for doing that. I'm just sorry you had to be party to it. Sorry I couldn't tell you to close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wild. And then episode over. Episode over. There we go. Yeah. What do you think of the ending? Yeah, kind of fu- really good uh, cliffhanger. And now that I've you know downloaded the season, I'm probably going to you know watch the next one to at the very least resolve this storyline. <laughs> I think you have to watch the next two. Uh, okay. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it. So it yeah, because because uh, it's a two-parter finale, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, okay. And, uh, got it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, d- despite the fact that there's a lot of stuff about law enforcement and government work that I found yucky, distasteful, and not accurate, like it's it's a good show, so I enjoyed Yay. watching it. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. There's parts where you just yeah. have to be like, oh, anyway. I'm going to be uh, closing my eyes and plugging my ears and putting uh, plausible deniability off. Yes. Of, you know, th- this is the way that things work. I do not see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> so, LMNOP is a podcast that has a Twitter at LMNOPcast and a Discord that's in the pinned... Nope, it's in the description. I think it's the pinned tweet, but it's also in the description of all of our episodes. So in the Discord, I asked for some questions about this episode. So I I let people know that it's, you know, this week the Holmes brothers are playing video games and visiting a lake house and spending some quality time together because Joan is in peril! So Janusz Kapovari had a question about gaming. Janusz says, gaming, I have a question. Have you ever played any of the Sherlock Holmes games? What would you like to see from the, an elementary video game? Mm. I, I, am, I am not a gamer. I, I am a mm. gaming observer, if, if anything. You know, I, I am a fan <laughs> Do you watch Let's Plays? Let's Plays and, you know, Robin playing games. I'll, I'll sit uh, and, and be, like enjoy the... You know the mm-hmm. the world that is built and all the rest of that. And, yeah. But I I myself don't tend to spend money on things, including games. Mm. And this is no exception to that. Like I've I've watched Ace Attorney Let's Plays and you know seen seen how those those games work. But um, mm-hmm. that's that's as much exposure to uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, or or detective video game that that I have. <laughs> have you seen the Herlock Sholmes? I, I know of games? of Herlock Sholmes, yeah, but but I have not uh, watched yeah. watched Let's Plays of that particular game mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, I have not. I am also not. Uh, I mean, I am a game. I I'm what you might call a gamer, mm-hmm. but not a games er. Okay, okay. It's you know? just just one, the or one two. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Animal Crossing is nothing like elementary and I wouldn't want it to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is the interesting thing to me about elementary mm-hmm. is that I think in real life, I am a smart person, mm-hmm. but I'm not a detective. Right. So if I played an elementary video game. I would need the walkthrough open on a tab right next to it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Or I, or I would just go doing the, the beekeeping side quest and spend none of the time on the actual main story. story I quest. would get 50 hours and zero points on this yeah. game, on that game. Ab- like, absolutely. Yeah. I would absolutely be one of those people that just like clicks on every random thing uh-huh. or like interacts with every random thing to try and like, is this a clue? Is this a clue? Is this a clue? Is this a clue? And I would get all the information and you know, not like, be able to put it together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just have no idea. I mean, so I do murder mystery d- 
dinner theater, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And we have the scripts and everything. Right. And every time there's a new script that comes out, I read it and I tr- and I read all the clues from all the characters and I try to put them together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have never correctly guessed uh-huh. what was happening. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I did a murder mystery night thing uh, with with some friends, uh, and yeah, I had had no idea who the who the right person was at the end of like, the night. Did not understand not the yeah. at all what was happening. So. An elementary video game, I think, would be really cool, mm-hmm. and I would feel bad if they made it so that I could play it because yeah. it would be really dumbing down. <laughs> yeah, they, they the would need to have like the show. They would need to have uh, difficulty modes of like you know, yes, you get more clues on easy mode for. You know, yeah, it, it, everything has like glowing highlights around it if it needs to, and like that that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Maybe I could play as Belle, so yeah. I only have to put together some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. you have the Sir Sherlock doing everything else, you know, in in yes. front of you, but like you don't have to actually, you know, like do the thinking. Yes. Speaking of playing as Belle, would you play a Sherlock Holmes romance game? Ooh. A visual novel, yeah. A visual novel. Okay, yeah. I think that that might be more more up my alley because you know, it's, <laughs> at the very least, like there there isn't a set win condition uh, other than mm-hmm. the one that you decide of like whoever you want to date. Yes, yes, absolutely. More more open ended that way. I would be really conflicted because if you cut if you played as Sherlock and you could romance Joan, I would be like, well, I want to, but I don't want Sherlock. Yeah, to. yeah. I want to see this happen, and then I immediately do another playthrough where that doesn't happen to like be honest to right. the, you know, yes, to set that in in your save to to make sure that that right. like I don't actually want this to happen. I just want to see <laughs> what it would be like if it did. It's not my end game. Yeah. I just want to read the dialogue yeah. options. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Joe also has questions. The other one. The other, yes. No. We're unfortunately not the best people to answer this, I think, because uh, the first question is, what are Sherlock Holmes's favorite video games, assuming he became a true gamer? Uh, I don't know a lot about video games. Knowing from, like, the culture of the the games, mm-hmm. I feel like he would be... Cookie clicker. He, he would love <laughs> clicker games. There's nothing to figure out, though. You just click them. Yeah, but yeah, if, if anyone who's uh, writing a game and designing a game for you know mass consumption is obviously uh, not as smart as Sherlock, so like he would play Oberdin and like get everything in you know five minutes, and it, it would be trivially easy for him, and he would. Uh-huh. I think he would get into something that would just like hit the dopamine center and just waste his time and he would not be able to put it down mm-hmm. just like for for the he would get into gasha games it, genshin impact is no, he, he would no. he would absolutely be addicted to to a game that he spends you know thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on oh, no. uh, i could see him definitely like deluding himself or like reading a study that says like candy crush is good for your brain uh-huh, uh-huh. and then spending way too much time becoming playing candy crush becoming like top 10 in the world at uh, tetris because someone said that it mm-hmm. improves your physical coordination and reaction time and stuff yes 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 exactly either that or like a, a, a combat game uh, although i don't think they have single stick in in the olympics <laughs> yet so Yes, yeah. He would probably be annoyed with like multi-platform, mm-hmm. like Smash and stuff like that, because he would be like, it's unrealistic because you don't need a variety of 
moves. You just need you just a, need an a front smash. Move. Yeah, you just need a front smash. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What are you doing with this neutral air business? All you need is front smash. Yeah, just yeah. it is unrealistic to have a shield that is a bubble that shrinks over time. What what is this? <laughs> I would simply get a set size yeah. of bubble. <laughs> Ripped to Kirby, but I'm different. Right. Next question. Have you ever visited a lake house? Yes. Yeah. I, you know, have been friends with people who are, uh, their family's Mm -hmm, rich. mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, I I went up to a friend's family's lake house last summer, summer before. And yeah, like up in in New Hampshire. And it was a, you know, quiet, Mm -hmm. quiet little place. And yeah. Yeah. It's it's a nice vibe for a brief period of time. And then the bugs get too much and you don't have good enough internet and I have to come home. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's definitely it's also it's like I say, oh, their family is rich. I feel like lake houses are now an indication of like if you have two houses mm-hmm. now, it's an indication that you're definitely really, really well off. But like or come from money. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I feel like, you know, if your family bought the house 50 years ago or whatever, and it's just like passed right. down, it's like a relic mm-hmm. of another time when property was ownable. Yeah, yeah, when it was, you know, upward mobility was something that existed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is nice. It's nice to go sailing from just a yard. Yeah, and, and then end up and, uh, like, get get off the boat and immediately have a burger that someone else cooked. Have, like it's, it's nice. Yes, yes. Yes, for sure. Joe has a lot of questions today. Other other Joe has a lot of questions today. Um, so the next one is, given the whole lot of nothing that happened after the Panama Papers mm-hmm. were released, do you think yes. Lamilu's plan would have worked? Yes, because people did die. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, you know, it might have been different if they were doing corporate blackmail mm-hmm. versus, like, publishing the secrets. Yeah. Like if they, I, I don't know what, what Lemilieu was, was planning on doing with um, with the secrets, like if if they were may, maybe go to one corporation with the other corporation's Ooh. information or that that sort of thing, yeah, that they could use that to to, to blackmail yeah. and extort. But if they were, you know, sending it to twenty twelve Glenn Greenwald before he went crazy, um, it, yeah, whole lot of nothing. Yeah, yeah, I think they definitely could have done a more evil version of yeah, just like sunlight is the best disinfectant, you know. Right, right. Uh, next question. This ep also features torture, putting him in the same camp as Batman, supposedly great detectives who resort to torture. What does it mean when a part of Sherlock's repertoire also includes the now disproven method of information extraction? Is it a sign of the times or is it an expected part of the media landscape, regardless of whether it works in real life or not? Very good question. Yeah, I think it's unfortunately the latter. Like, Mm. It feels like something that, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I am not sure how much of this is just, you know, my my perspective, the fact mm-hmm. that I know that it doesn't work. Right. And so, therefore, I'm like, okay, I'm suspending my disbelief now. And, and how much of that is, like, a publicly known, mm. like, thing. Yeah. Because it's, like, it happens in the same episode as, like, this you know the chloroform stuff and the mm-hmm. you know so there is stuff that we just yeah and there's a certain extent to which like yeah tropes are tropes for a reason because it's uh easy to write and people you know like seeing things that they're familiar with and yeah all that. i think it is interesting i think in in the episodes with m it's more interesting because it does kind of reflect just sort of sherlock's desire to hurt someone because he's upset yeah and i think they they only sort of hint at that with this episode i think there it is a lot more like kind of uh not procedural but like it's more clinical of like he's like 
this is a very bad thing, but it will work. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you s- probably see more torture in TV, like in these like earlier shows like this mm-hmm. one than you do nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't watch a lot of like like modern day procedural so i don't i don't know i was gonna say yeah yeah i don't i don't know the the current state of uh crime procedurals but like it it feels like those tend to be written for you know a particular kind of more more conservative audience Mm -hmm. so i would not be surprised if they're still doing things like this in this kind of show right um like the fact that it's disproven doesn't mean that it's not in use anymore. Like there right. are still people being held in, you know, Guantanamo Bay, you know, mm-hmm. despite right. despite not having any information that wasn't coercively obtained from them. And you know, yeah, there's tons of things that are scientifically proven to work in a certain way, and that mm-hmm. you know, society says, ah, yes, okay, and then continues on its previous trajectory. So, yeah, I think whether or not it's disproven to work does, I think, has only tangential bearing on whether it's used in in the real world. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how like widely it's or like not that it's hasn't been proven, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how like widely it's been accepted in. Yeah, public knowledge. Sure. And, and then after that, if, how widely it's been accepted among, you know, law enforcement community, mm-hmm. like, because they are hella socially and scientifically regressive. And, right. Know, so <laughs> any sort of social understanding or progress about torture not working, I think it, it'll be another couple decades before that filters into cop brains. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I think I think it will come up less in current TV as... Mm-hmm it becomes less of a hot topic. Like it's mm. just not in the, in the news as much. So right. it's, they're like less likely to have Sherlock do it. Yeah. Have, have it be the focus yeah. of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Janusz and Joe for the questions. I had a question about the episode, but I asked it during the episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, which was, yeah. you know, how would you have endeared yourself to your kidnappers? Captors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can reach something off a tall shelf. For oh you. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, all, all those cabinets that you don't use because they're too high. I can, I can use those for you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be probably a bad one to go with though, because then you would, they would never make yourself impossible to replace. Right. Right. They would never release you, which is another part yeah. of what you want. Yeah. <laughs> But then I, you know, have more opportunity to charm them with my beguiling wit and handsomeness. And so then, you know, (laughs) might be able to work out a terms of a release, you know, if if I have more time to work with, Mm -hmm. you know. Or maybe even like join and then work up in the organization. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Career opportunity. Like five years from now, I want to be your boss. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. All these people will be working for me one day. Yeah, yeah. I say with my hands zip tied behind my back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that there wasn't more of like the Joan trying to escape from that on it. Like now, now that I think about it, because the mm. like I feel like that would have been in the the training that Sherlock has done to kind of like prepare her for the danger that she will be facing. Yeah. So the fact that she didn't have there weren't any scenes of her trying to get out of her restraints was was something I, that i expected on some level and i guess now that i think about it didn't yeah. happen yeah i think it i think it's it is it was definitely it is definitely part of her training how to escape that kind of stuff but i think it's also because she would understand pretty quickly that if they're part of a huge criminal organization you know right she wouldn't be able to run out of there fast enough right that, like you've you've you got know. out of your restraints in this chair okay now what right yeah exactly she did you know she did the smartest she could i think yeah best she could under the circumstances i'm an expert in being a hostage so yeah 
my my evaluation of it is positive. I'll definitely take your your understanding of it because yeah, it, informed by mm-hmm. years of being held hostage by various lots groups of experience of different yeah. sizes. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, like I mentioned earlier, LMNOP is on Twitter, LMNOP Cast, and Discord. It's also on Noise Space. .xyz, which is a podcasting network yeah. where there's podcasts. Now, Joe, have you have you guested on any other podcasts on Noise Space? I have. I have de- guested on an episode of uh, Queer Baiting. Ooh, good podcast by friend of the show? I don't know, friend of the us, Sarah. Wait, I said Queer Baiting. It, the show is called Fear Baiting. Fear Baiting. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Because yes, it's yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're here. We're fear. Get used to it. <laughs> Other shows on Noise Space include uh, Henry Kissinger's book, Am I Going to Die? Kyle X Y. Kyle X Y? Which I think just posted their last episode? Just posted their last episode of, of this, this fanfic. Okay. I don't know if they're doing okay. another one. Because I know that they have their their next uh, season you know, planned. Yeah, Potting Bros will be continuing to pod mm-hmm. either way. Speaking of whom, they've they've got... Uh, Kamarocha Radio? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slappers Only also has Jordan on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jerking it. Lots of good yeah. content. And Zero to Zero, which has Sam and me and our friend Giga. Yeah. Good, good show. <laughs> like to listen to the horrible uh, exploits of the horrible uh, media landscape that is yes. uh, superhero movies. It's bad, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to watch and, one that might good. be good. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are yeah, good. Yeah. Some of them are good, mm-hmm. but most of them are bad. Yes. And you can also find me on um, Twitter at FlightCubB. Um, second, second B stands for bad movie. Wonder Woman, t- 1984 is a bad movie. Um, yeah, it did not sound like you were having a very much fun watching it. <laughs> Although maybe you were having fun watching it, but it did not seem like a very good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, watching it because we watch it separately is not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Right, right. <laughs> but talking about it certainly is fun. I had a moment of that the, the other night where uh, Janusz was watching through the um, Pinocchio movie mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I was at work at the time so I couldn't join in on that and, and they posted a, a clip of it and I made it through about five seconds oh, before yeah. I oh, said to myself, I cannot do this if I am not laughing along with it. other people <laughs> through this. I do not have the stamina for, for listening to Polly Shore. I know, my God. Yeah. I mean, like, because we have so much fun recording the Zero to Zero episodes, but watching mm-hmm. actual Wonder Woman 1984, I was just like, uh, don't make me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So terrible. Entirely. Um, Anyways. Joe, where can people find you if they want to check out yeah, more from uh, If you want to check out what I do, uh, I tweet occasionally uh, on, at uh, the tallest Jew. Uh, you can find me in the HKIP and uh, PGOT and uh, City Girls Make Do and mm-hmm. uh, various other Noise Space Universe uh, discords. Hell yeah. And the Elemental P yeah. Discord as well. And the Elemental P Discord, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. The Stick. Huh? The Stick Discord as well. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought you were calling the Elemental P Discord a stick. And I was like, no, 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 no. How no, no. we ever. <laughs> Came up with that. Another good noise space podcast uh, worth listening to if you enjoy Homestar Runner. All right. And you clearly do. I do, given that <laughs> Homestar Runner is my icon. Yes. I'm not familiar with Homestar Runner, mm-hmm. but my friend is mm-hmm. who listens to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were like, is Joe Bulldozer's name a reference to Jody Bulldozer, which is a Homestar Runner reference? 
It is. It is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I started to type up the thing and I was like, well, I don't know, maybe. And then I remembered what your icon was and yeah. what your like, your yeah. HKIP Discord, yeah. Discord nickname is. Yeah. And I was like, yes, it definitely is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Joe, I want to thank you so much for being on. This was, this was very fun. It has been a blast. Yeah. And I learned a lot about racing and being tall. And chloroform. And chloroform. And I'm not going to do any of those three things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to do one. Nice. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. This marble will keep on rolling. Goodbye. Bye. She's watching the detectives. Ooh, he's so cute. She's watching the detectives.